we're live apparently because Pete's pointing at me. Huzzah! Hello, good evening, and welcome to Garbler Games. Happy Wednesday! It's Warhammer Wednesday. Haven't had one of those in a couple of weeks, but we've got one now. Simon is based, so that's why he's looking off to one side. Uh, what are you basing, Simon? I'm basing um, uh, stormtroopers. Oh. Well, that's okay. I lose quite a lot. So that's uh, <laughs> the balance of the world is good. And we're good to go with session one, episode one of the Bellerophon Index, uh, our Wrath and Glory game. Joining me tonight are this high quality cadre of individuals. You're talking about us? Yeah, he's talking about us. <laughs> it's you. Who are members of the lowly ranks of the inquisitorial staff of Inquisitor Galen Troil of the Ordo Hereticus. We've got an inquisitorial acolyte. Simon, who are you playing? Uh, so I'm playing uh, Julius Battle. And uh, I, uh, the uh, yeah, what Ben just said. That's who I'm playing. Very fashionable and, um, chap. Yeah, he's quite a fashionable chap. Uh, so basically he, he's, uh, he's, he's from it like... I would say like up high, but not that far up high. And he's a local lad, and uh, and he basically wants to make good. Up high enough to get the flavoured corpse starch. Oh yeah, yeah. The opposite end of that scale, from right down the hive. Aaron, what are you playing? Uh, I am playing uh, Sakar Rez. He's a ganger. Uh, was part of the Fagan Twist gang of info brokers um scroungers and taggers he's uh he's a kid he's somewhere between 14 and 18 nobody knows he's got a shaved head and dirty blue eyes stands about five foot six uh wears a watch cap and a and a beat up canvas jacket that he's tagged and everybody in the under high can read it and know what his affiliations are but nobody else knows and he's just looking for a way to get up hive uh, as far up hive as he can get even if he has to crawl over the bodies of other people to do it. He's comfortable with that, yes. Like, like a true hiver. Joining them is uh, the disciplined, serious, sober, reasonable, rational priest of the Empire, Jim. Yeah, I'm playing Majestus, who's been brought into the equation by uh, the Inquisitor himself. And I am uh, the uh, God Emperor's uh, word embodied in flame. <laughs> totally well balanced. Um, also, on the Imperial side of things, we've got Dan, who's playing. <clears throat> I am playing Sister Evelyn of the uh, Adeptus Sororitas of the Order of the Sanctified Shield. Uh, we are based on the world of Enoch, I do believe is the world we are currently on. Enoch and is, no, Enoch is not the world we're on. Enoch is the shrine world nearby. Yeah, that's it. Same that's system. It. Same system, Gilead. Uh, and I've been brought in also from my place where I worship the emperor and god of the Imperium. And uh, I'm here to make sure that the priest doesn't die. And I'm a novitiate, so we're at the very beginning of my career. It may end that's also good because we like to martyr ourselves. And while faith in the emperor is one thing, faith in the machine god is something entirely different. Yes, indeed. Indeed. All hail the Omnissiah. Um, and I will be playing um, Octavian C37, uh, adapt, 
uh, tech adept for the um, Mechanicus and um, brought him for his uh, med medical and technological skills. And if the idea of uh, Mechanicus tech adept being your medic doesn't scare you, nothing will. <laughs> Paper cut? Ah, oh, I can replace that arm. All right, so Sakari Rez, as our local knowledge expert, is kind of doing all right for himself at the minute. He is quite far up hive. Uh, this is a temporary state of affairs. He's up hive for as long as he's useful to the Inquisition to be so. He's been brought on as a guide to the underhive because the Inquisitor, who is a very, very old man, Galen Troil is well into his second century and in fairness is starting to show signs of slowing down. He was supposed to be on his retirement run coming out to Gilead and has ended up trapped here and having to deal with all the crap that's going on. He's got limited staff, limited resources, so he's making the best of what he can. The reason he's here is because he's trying to track down a book a book called the Bellerophon Index, which is said to be some kind of spectacular ancient book of biological sciences, riddled with lost secrets of biology, ecology, genetics, healthcare, surgery, medicine, terraforming, all kinds of really useful information, all bound up in one massive text. And he was on the verge of giving up here and going to one of the other worlds when news has finally come to him that there is allegedly an auction taking place lower down the hive. So we are in Hive Amafia, which is one hive of many on Gilead Primus. An interesting place, like all hives, it's powered by human suffering and death, fed by human suffering and death, and, and basically runs on human suffering and death. But it's better than being stuck outside in the toxic wasteland between the hives with radioactive slurry, the corpses of giant megafauna, and the weird raiders that live out there, horrific mutants and the like. So you are summoned before the emperor, not before the emperor. That would be really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> On day one. Wow. Summoned before the inquisitor, which is still pretty damn impressive. Uh, in his study, in the small apartment that has been made available to him, his ever-present bodyguard, Sergeant Erval of the Karachidons, is stood behind him, impassive as always. He's got his teeth filed down to points, but you don't always get to see them. He doesn't smile often. And that's a good thing as far as you're concerned, because when he does, someone's about to die. Also nearby is Sister Karis, who is a more highly ranked member of the Order of the Sanctified Shield. She is a sister dialogus and is acting as the Inquisitor's secretary for the time being, keeping track of all of his notes, his missions, his jobs. The Inquisitor himself is sat behind a desk, and as you come in, he's taking a big puff off of a breather mask, 
which he puts down when you come in and sits himself up straight. His skin's slightly sallow and yellowed looking. He's got one cybernetic eye, unblinking and red, just bolted onto the side of his head. The other eye kind of looks at all of you with a sort of wearied old man gaze. And he, he coughs a little bit, hocks some phlegm into a corner of the room. He says, time to make yourselves useful. I have a job for you. We survey his will and makes the sign of the Aquila and bows. <clears throat> yes, yes, you do. Right. Rez, you know the hive better than the others, so you're going to be taking all of them down to 317. There is an auction going on down there. I've heard a rumour that there's all kinds of stuff going up on sale, equipment, guns, relics, slaves, specimens. According to my source, one of the specimens for sale purports to be a page from an ancient text. Now, I want you to get hold of that text and bring it back. Page or no page. I need to check it and see if it is a page from the index. If it is then we have finally got a clue and we are in the right place. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Inquisitor, sir, uh, I, I, I'll get everybody down to that level. That's, that's no problem. We can, I, can ask, I can get you that page. Um, I guarantee it. If it's here, I can get that page for you. Right. You're going to have to go a little bit more incognito than most of you are. You're all kind of obvious. So you're going to have to cloak up, robe up, Try to hide your light a little. If they see you coming, they'll run a mile. I need you to get into the auction, find out if the page is from the index, get your hands on it and get it out of there, preferably without anybody else knowing about it. Do what you need to do. Just Someone, looking a little bit nervous there. Someone thinking uh, everyone's going to get done. <laughs> I think someone might have been thinking, how the crap am I going to sneak around in power armor? <laughs> Start with power armor, just blue with, with yeah, white robes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big cloak, yeah. big dirty cloak yeah. over the top. You'll be fine. No one will look. Yeah. Uh, we'll just dress you up as a mining piece of mining equipment. <laughs> no. I mean, you're, you're now a cyborg. I'm sure she can walk around yeah. unnoticed. So, Rez, you know the area better than the rest of us, so you can brief them what to expect on 317. Uh, I've been yeah, down yes, under high plenty of times. I know what we're going into. Uh, beg, begging your pardon, uh, Mr. Battle, there. Uh, I'm just saying, when you actually get down there amongst the people, uh, you stand out a little bit because you're a very pretty man. I'm just saying yeah. you might want to. Uh, we might have to tone that down a bit, too, if we need to go places that I think we might need to go to find out where this auction is going to be happening. I'm just saying, sir, no, no disrespect meant to the Inquisition or, or your lofty position, but you're a very pretty man. So what Res does know is that 317 is neutral territory. 
316 and 318 are less so. 316 is controlled by a gang of semi-ferals called the Skull Collectors. It's not just a clever name. 318 is disputed between two separate gangs, the Melters and the Cobol Gang. Melters are an underhive gang that like to burn things, and Cobol are a tech gang. Cool. Tech stuff. So they probably like to get their hands on a walking mechanical priest. I will, as if without realising, fiddle oh, with like my, to my toil symbol. Simon, you're local as well, aren't you, to this yeah, hive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd probably be aware that there are two upper hive gangs that do occasionally delve down into the lower city to stir shit up. Yeah. Uh, the Revanche and the Kleinfelter gangs. Okay. Like to go down there and shoot people and fight people. Yeah. Bit of fun, really, isn't it? Take, take tourists. Yeah. So you may in your past have been down there either as a member of one of those gangs or alongside them, up to you. Yeah. I definitely would have been a hive tourist. <laughs> okay, over to you then, guys. What do you want to do? Dismissed, says the Inquisitor. Well, I think we should all, we should all leave, perhaps. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine our characters would like to we'll make their sigils and so on and so forth and give blessings to the emperor and so on and so forth and then leave and have a serious discussion about what our next step is. Yeah. I mean, that's so what Sister like a Evelyn small does. lounge area outside the Inquisitor's office for his staff to use. There is a, a pot of some brown liquid bubbling away in one corner there's a very yellow pot plant near the window looking out over the dust-shrouded plains of nothingness, really. Mm -hmm. And far in the distance, you can just about make out the silhouette of another hive reefed in its own pollution. Hi. I'm assuming we've got like a data pack of like sort of the rough location of where this um, is going to take place and time. Wise, uh, you haven't got a time. No, you've got a level, so you're going to need to get some more information to find out a time. We'll be able to find that, Austin. You don't have to worry about nothing there, Sister Evelyn, uh, ma'am. We'll be okay. We'll find. We'll find. We'll find the auction. But you can't. I mean, the the Inquisitor. He was. He was right. You. Uh, you are very uh, majestic in your appearance, and uh, we we might have to. Sisters of battle down there, they usually are burning people. And so most underhivers run as fast as we can when we see you coming. So we might have to, you know, hide you a little bit. No offense. A servant of the emperor hides from nothing. Yeah, scaffolding. Is the plan to yeah. sneak into the auction? I think we still have to find the auction, Father. Um, but then maybe we'll be able to figure it out depending on where it's at. I think we ought to give thought as well to those that have seen the, this page. Yes. I think all must burn and be exterminated that have laid eyes on this page. 
I, uh, I, they, I didn't hear the Inquisitor say anything about burning everybody who saw the page. He just said he, he wanted it because it was like some biology textbook. I don't. That, that is why he seeks my divine guidance. But, but also, all right, all right also, Father. We we have to we may have to go back again after he's confirmed it is the page to go and find more evidence. So if you if you burn them for seeing something that might be the page, you haven't confirmed it is yet. So we'll have to get it, bring it back to him. He will give us light and lead the way to find yeah. the other pages. Yeah, we cannot risk those that have seen the page taking the knowledge elsewhere. Uh, but Father, aren't, aren't we all going to see the page? Mm. I'll have to deal with that later. <laughs> uh, all, all right, Father. Sakar looks over at, uh, at Julia's battle and he's like, I don't think we're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe we, uh, we should have something to uh, sell at the auction. I think maybe if we have something to sell at the auction, maybe the auction will find us. I love my son. I'm uh, thinking. What are you proposing? Well, do you I'm, hope it's not heretical? No, I don't think it's heretical. I think we we uh, we we go down into the into the uh, underhive and um, well, I'm trying to think. Well, we either find someone who is going who is selling something at the auction and take it off them, um, so we can go essentially go in their stead and have a reason for being there. Um, if it's an auction of weird antiquities, why don't you ask the boss in there for that funny eye pendant he was wearing? I, I'm sure that would get us in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not happening. I'm gonna flash in my little funny <laughs> my little eye pendant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't got one of these, you you're not in the Inquisition, so oh, you, kind of don't, you kind of don't give them away, or let somebody else borrow them. That's fair. Yeah, but that's a, that's a good idea though. Getting getting something to sell in the auction. Yeah. So we. I can, guess I guess we got it, but we still got to disguise everybody and get down to three one seven, and and we want to take kind of a direct route. I, we don't want to we don't want to stop in three sixteen, or we'll, we'll have a we'll have a running battle all the way through. I mean, I may be able to get past because Fagan's Fagan's twists are known as info brokers. I can usually get around, but but you lot. What sorts you. of information do you broke with you and your twisty gang? Oh, Father, we, we, whatever information comes up, you know, we, we help out the gang members and underhivers. Uh, we make sure that they don't get in fights. So we, we help keep the peace down there. That's sort of what we do. Xenos? What, what's that, Father? Do you deal, do you trade with the Xenos? What's a Xenos? Aliens. Oh, no, no. We don't see no aliens down there. Then who do you train? Uh, I'm going to get a little notepad out. Start writing things down. Oh, just the other underhivers. That's that's uh, you know everybody down the. Uh, we got about a ten level uh, section there that uh, that Fagan's uh, boys and girls. Uh, you know we travel between and, and everybody you, on those. Do levels. you trade with cultists and mutants? Uh, well, there's a lot of mutants down there. I don't ask, uh, and they don't tell. But uh, but cultists, no, no. Uh, we we try to stay away from the crazies. Really? 
Yes, Father. We, we try to stay away from the crazies. Fagan told us all the time. He's like, don't get involved with the cults or the crazies because in the end, they're going to they're going to they're going to chop you up and feed you to something or something. OK, so I think we, we decided we're going to go straight to 317. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll have to try and work out where we're going to get into 317 and try and disguise. Well, yeah. Well, there's a there's a waste reclamation uh, elevator. Uh, they pile the waste on and they take it off. It goes to every level. I say we hide on that. Nobody be looking for us on that. We go down with the garbage. Absolutely not. Uh, nobody nobody would be looking. The only servitors are the only ones there who who pile the garbage on and off, and they they're not going to pay attention to us. Octavian, do you have the ability to override one of the turbo lifts that go down to that level? I do. Then we shall use a turbo lift, the most direct route. And uh, Octavian here will override any cameras and security. I will not travel in garbage. Well, how about, that is... I mean, when we get the down garbage there... garbage would give us a statistically higher chance of probability of success. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> that's that's the, what what that Mister C thirty seven said is is true because once we get off the turbo lift, there's going to be eyes on all of us, and people are going to know we're there. Unless you're really well disguised, uh, we're not going to get very far. Then I shall be the distraction. Why you continue okay. to search? Oh, so you're saying that you want uh, maybe uh, me and uh, Mr. Battle here uh, to slip away while you and the father uh, scare the crap out of everybody on 317? Yes. Uh, I think that's that. Uh, father father Majestus so. can give, a, give the people of 317 a sermon, and I shall act as his guard. This is not unusual within the Imperium. In ways, this is expected of the Imperium. It's true. That's terrifyingly true sister i'm sure that'll work out just fine for, for you indeed and, and either they will listen or they will be cleansed yep yep I, I, blade fiber. i'm not saying that that i mean you uh, i think that's a fantastic plan and we'll definitely we'll get off before you start your sermon and 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 disappear how's that sound indeed okay excellent all right what's the next stop a turbo lift <laughs> <laughs> that goes all the way down to 317 so Octavian can do his magic. Yeah. Right, so, so we need to get over to that hive first. We're in a different hive. You're, no, you're right. in this hive. We're in the, hive. We're in the, we're hive. In the right hive, yeah. yeah. So you're just going straight to 317. I think if we go to if we go to 317 and then we we ha you know have a conversation with with well basically just yeah try and find information about um, uh, um, who's found tech or who's found something and then we can try and pinpoint a person that we can that's you know we can then go and hustle basically or just kill either either way i think it works as a quick aside for our audience there is currently a poll up if you are watching us on twitch in which you can have a share of 50,000 Garblag groats. If you want a share of 50,000 Garblag votes, please feel free to vote for, ooh, me, me, me. And then 
when we close that down, everybody's voting the wrong way. Everybody's adding more groats to the 50,000, which is crazy <laughs> town. But, you know, you do you. There we go. Somebody's got put 20 groats up against the 50,000. And now, just so that you know, blue is definitely going to win. So if you want a share of 50,000 Garblag groats, vote blue. And in about 30 minutes time, we'll close that prediction down. And there will be many, many groats out there, which can be used for such fabulous things as buying re-rolls for me. Or or Sakares, because clearly these people are going to get him killed. <laughs> all, all he's trying to do is get the hell out of here. But Distinct possibility. Sakares, uh, a reminder as well. The service of the emperor is great. That we yeah. have a couple That's... of pools of usable stuff. So I have a ruin pool that I can use to do horrible things to the players. They will get a glory pool as they start making rolls and being successful. And they also have a wrath die on all of their rolls that might help them, might not. Let's wait and see. Okay, yeah. returning back to the story, you reach the turbo lift. Um, you're in quite a well-to-do part of the hive here. So there are pathways that you can walk down. It's not sweltering hot everywhere. Some of the ventilation fans actually work and the lighting isn't flickering, which is pleasant and slightly unusual. The turbo lift is a massive industrial affair, fairly you standard. You certainly do know how to live up enough. Oh dear. Anybody else get a ropey connection there? Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry, sure. Aaron, you just fritzed a bit there. So it's a big box. It's used here as a cargo elevator to move goods up more than anything else. The only thing that tends to go down in this elevator is troops whenever somebody needs quashing. Who else is in it? At the minute, it's empty. It's been out of use, so it's sealed and shut down. Okay, so um, I might, I might just, um, I might maybe, maybe let a few people I know know that maybe there's a something going down, and maybe some people might be able to get out, get a ride, and maybe if they, if they, you know, um, uh, cross my palm, so to speak, that that uh, that, that might happen. And that maybe we'd be going at this point in time. Can I do that? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I up think here. You probably can. Let's have because I, I think I think the, uh, you know, and maybe if they said, you know, I was, you know, if. Well, I'll tell you what. If you make a cunning roll and are okay. successful, you'll be able to get the information out. So I just click on it, don't I? And you then should I hit, do, yeah. I just hit roll. Now, are there things I can use to add, to, like, 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 I don't know, there's pools of things, or do I have to wait until we've got stuff? Yeah, we don't have any glory yet. Don't so. have any glory at the minute, so you're you're running on just what you've got. Okay, I don't know what I roll. That's three okay. successes. You've got a five, a five, oh, and a four. Okay. So it's just a basic three successes. So, yes, you can put the word out that there's... A trip going down into the underhive if some people are willing to come along. I think it's chip more, in. I think it's more about about you give me some money and I'll get you and I'll get you a fast boat down. And uh, don't be expecting a return trip. 
you can make your way back up. But everyone knows it's good tech. Everyone knows it's good stuff. Are you trying to get anybody particular to turn up or are you just putting it out to whoever's? Well, a few a few of the, the kind of more kind of wealthier, you know, guys who might turn up with maybe the odd little bodyguard here or there just to. So um, are you trying to target the upper hive gangs, basically? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just to say, look, look, the, you know, we've got a tech and he's going to get basically get a fast track all the way down. You know, no hassle. Yeah. You're going to get down there with, you know, minimal fuss. Do you want to specify one of the two upper hive gangs or are you just going to invite whoever? Um, I suppose, I suppose I'll go with, um, uh, which I think which ones they are now. The, Kleinfelter. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the Kleinfelt one. We'll go with them. Okay, so Kle- I, there's about half a dozen well-to-do looking young gentlemen loitering around the lift when you get yeah, yeah. there they're wearing cutlasses which have clear indication that they're probably power swords of some kind yeah. they all they're all packing pistols at the very least there is definitely one guy who's got a full las rifle there and, and they're yeah let's go down high yeah yeah be fantastic yeah, yeah. Love roughing it, don't you? Yeah. Super smashing. Yeah. Great, yeah. A bit of uh, underhive tourism. Right, yeah. Underhive tourism. So uh, is it true that they eat babies? (laughs) No, 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 no. We don't eat babies. We don't eat babies. We corpse starch for the most part and rats because that's really what's down there. Yeah. Oh, wow. How exotic. Rats. Okay. Yeah. I should I should go and have a conversation with them. I'll, I'll I'll let so basically I'll tell the priest because I think he's the one I need to make sure I convince. So these guys are going to come down with us and basically give us a bit of extra um, cover. Uh, so when we when we go out, they'll it's a bit of a wider distraction for us. I know your sermon's going to get us off the um, get us off the turbo lift, but we're going to be asking some questions, uh, you know, and also it'd be nice to have have some kind of backup. If uh, it pushed it sharp, you know, I can get some. Okay, priest? Indeed. Cool. And then I'll go and see the guys who were, uh, you know, oh, yeah, this is amazing. You know, okay. You know, you're really rocking that last pistol. And, uh, and, and, and basically, I will have my palm greased, so to speak. Yes, they, they do all slip you a little bit of cash. Cool. Well, hopefully that'll buy us some something we can use when we're down In there. the underhive, that, there, there'll be enough there for you to pay people for some information, potentially. You probably won't be able to bid in an auction with this kind of cash, no, no, that, but you'll have enough was, yeah. sort of fluid readies to grease some just, palms. I was just thinking about that. That was basically what I was looking at, you know. Yes. Yeah. Sure. No problem. Okay, Octavian. The turbo lift is yours. Right. Can you make o- a tech roll, please? Octavian will um, move over to the um, output device, um, speak the litanies um, and rituals to make the machine spirit more compliant. Um, and now I roll my tech roll. 
That's not good. He's, he's got three successes. Three it's successes, true. that's right. Yeah, he's sorry, I just saw the proof. failure six first. <laughs> before <laughs> I saw the It depends on the difficulty you set for the t- test, really. But yeah. well, it's, it's one success to get it going, and then another success to um, fast track it down to 317. So he's okay. Excellent. So, yeah, the lift opens with a creak and a, a musty smell rolls out with a thick cloud of dust. It clearly hasn't been used in a long time. Sister Evelyn walks straight in, looking very officious, very serious. Takes her place. She kind of does a little check inside to make sure there's no bad guys and then beckons in the priest. You guys all climb into the elevator. The Kleinfelter gang members come in too, and they've got like little bottles and hip flasks that they're all sort of swigging away on. And that one of them offers some to Julius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will, I will take it and then uh, do chink glasses. Before yeah. before we get it, I'm just gonna just clear like a little of an exhaust of my flamer. <sighs> Just to make sure that it's running properly, and <laughs> I'm not going to look in the end. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just going to like shoot shoot a, a little blast off up into the air, but all, all the time looking at the gang members. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them uh, does sort of bow when you do that. He suddenly remembers that piety is a thing in the empire, yeah, and he gives um, you a little bow and kind of hurriedly makes an aquila. Quite badly. But I'm going to be very impressed with that, actually. So I'm going to nod back to him. Yeah. But, yeah. Is, is Nan raised him right, that one? Yeah. He's, he's not going to last long, is he? <laughs> Maybe if you come to my room later, I'll give you a personal sermon. It's <laughs> <laughs> Sakara immediately looks down in a way like, I am not getting in the middle of this conversation at all. (laughs) So the air in the lift is horribly uncomfortable. It's not cramped, but it feels like it is. Several bodies, the conversation amongst the gang members kind of dies down a little bit, and they do start to look a little bit more serious, checking their batteries, the loadouts, loosening their swords. It was all fun and games up top, but it's starting to get a little bit real as you rock it down through the levels. Sakar is just chuckling to himself because he thinks of 317 as like Disneyland. He's like, get down to about 900 and you things get scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the elevator hauls up on slowed inertial brakes as you get to 317 and the door opens again. Uh, Octavian, you still got one success left on the lift. Do you want it to wait for you? Or do you want to do something else with it? I'm happy for it to wait. Okie dokie. Might be good to have a, a potential fast exit. And you step out onto 317. 317 is very much an industrial floor. It's hotter than the upper hive where you just were not as wet as you're used to Sakar. 
it's it's got a dry heat. You can hear machinery thumping and clinking away everywhere on this floor. There's this constant background hum, the prayers of the omniscia, rattling and clanking. It's like a craftwork concert. Yeah, I'm, I'm more used to the sump lakes and uh, waste rivers a little further down high, but uh, we'll, we'll do okay here. Yeah, I'm sure we can find something. Some some people that uh, they don't, they don't know my colors. We'll be okay. Yeah, there are actually very few people on 317. It's a very sparsely populated floor. Um, you see a couple of servitors sort of bimbling past with their big cybernetically enhanced limbs and their lobotomized glares as they stomp around the machines, carrying things, servicing bits of tech, blaring out repeated litanies to the machine spirits of whatever the technology down here is. The occasional servo skull goes past. Does Sakar know who the gang is that controls 317? Uh, interestingly enough, it's not controlled by a gang. It's controlled by an individual. Uh, there is one person who is said to control 317, and his name is Phlogiston. And they say lots of things about Phlogiston. They say he can kill you just by looking at you. They say he's a psycho. They say he's a mutant. Suffer not the witch. Mutant, you say? This uh, is just, well, this is Rez's knowledge that, that he's getting. They, is, they say lots of things about him. It's just, it's all rumors. Nobody, I mean, you know, uh, and he's, he controls this whole level. They, they say he can kill with a look, but that doesn't mean anything around here. I mean, Father, you almost killed me when you looked at me the first time. You scared me right out of my right out of my socks. And I don't even have socks, Father. <laughs> so, you know, he may be okay. Do you have something to hide, young one? Not my socks. I have none. Mm. Father, I apologize. Yeah, I'll I'll take Sakar. Sakar to one side. Sakar, um, and I'll 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 open my little my little bag of cash and I'll basically I'll I'll just take it like a handful out and hand it to Sakai. This is um this is some money we have for for gaining information. Probably more money than Rez has seen in his yeah. entire I'm like, life. I'm like Just that's in uh, this one bag. That's makes you rich where I come from. I, thank you. Uh thank you uh Mr Mr Battle sir. That's uh that's awful awful mighty generous of you. He puts it in a bag. He's like I'm sure we'll be able to get info with that. Honest that's where it's going to go. Yeah, and I'll put the rest of it back in my pocket. <laughs> so the, the the Kleinfelter guys, one of them sort of nudges you the shot. Is that so, uh, Julie? We're we're going to go go have a look round, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys go and uh, go and enjoy yourself. Um, I imagine we'll we'll come back up the same way. So um, if you're kind of around about here when we go back up, then then cool. But um, if you're sure, not, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, scruffy, scruffy, little man. Yes, you. Yes. It, uh, yes, sir. Is there a bar or something around here? Well, you know, I might be able to uh, to direct you the safest route to a bar, uh, de de depending. I mean, as a guide, I, I, I have to be 
I have to get a little something out of the situation. If you know what I'm saying, sir, I, I appreciate your he, patronage. He pulls some, some Solaris out of his pocket and hands you like a month's salary for a labourer. You're very kind, very generous man. Yeah, so you go down that passage, you want to go, you, you got to go past 15 pipes, 15 pipes on the ceiling, and then you're going to see a crevice on the left. It's a little ledge. You go up. It was an old ventilation shaft. You go through that ventilation shaft, and it's going to open up into a system. And the best, the best bar on 317 is in that system. And uh, any gangs around here? No, no, no. Just no gangs down here. You might um, find some sump rats, maybe a sump. Well, probably not even a sump rat because uh, it's pretty dry up here. So none of the, oh, that's, that's a shame. Uh, where would oh, one sure. go for gangs? Oh, uh, I mean, if you go up one level, you're going to run across the skull collectors. They're, they're uh, fairly violent. Uh, and they control that level. And you go down to 318. Uh, that may be more up your alley because you got the cobalt gang down there and, and they like the tech. So, I mean, if you're looking to, you know, find something fun and cool, it may yeah, be down they, there. But they start nudging each other. Yeah, that, that sounds OK. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. 318. OK. So bar. So, so, and 318. so the bar. And then 318. Now, if, if you want to know the fastest way to 318 from the bar, I can help you out there, too. One thing at a time. Uh, let, let's go, chaps. Yeah. And, and off they go. Good hunting. Down a side tunnel. Before you we are fairly sure, it. Julius, that they are going to cause some kind of distraction. <laughs> yes. Because they look unbelievably out of place. And super rich. Yeah. And, and well, wealth yeah. beyond. Yeah. In and fact, in fact, they they are their own little uh, what's it called the an archaeotech horde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that bar that I sent them to, Mister Battle, is is a dangerous place, but uh, it's a dangerous place. So I mean, I'm sure they're gonna have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll have a good time. I, I would I would have liked to have got one of their swords before they left, because God only knows who's gonna end up with it at the end of the day. But well, yeah. We'll find it. And, then, and, and whichever one of them actually crawls out of this place alive will say they had an absolutely damn good time. Right, so, so you are you are alone again. So um, Sister Evelyn's going to turn to Octavian. 317. Yeah. Octavian, there seems to be a lot of servo skulls and servitors here. Are you perhaps That's... able to link with their machine spirit and gain intelligence from them? I can try. Okay, we need, so we need to catch him. Like physically, like grab hold of one. I can connect remotely. Now, I would <laughs> imagine I would imagine a tech adept would be easily then perhaps that is an avenue that you should pursue while myself and the father did deliver a sermon and Mr. Battle and Scarred. Uh, I believe how had you put it, grease some palms yes. for some information. And perhaps the information that we all manage to gather will be enough. Yeah, I, I may be able to find us an invitation to to talk to the big cheese here, the uh, Mr. Flostigan. Uh, I might be able to come up with a way to get us an audience with him, uh, Mr. Battle, and he may know where this auction is going to happen. Um, yeah, but that may also get us all killed pretty quick. Uh, it's possible. I mean, it, we're down we're down high a little ways, so I mean, you know, life is I pretty think, cheap down here. I think we. Uh, I think perhaps we should look at. Uh, uh, gaining information before 
I think we'll 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 draw attention to ourselves if we go looking for the big chief straight away. Yeah, the boss. Uh... Yeah, I think I think perhaps we uh, look at look a look a bit lower down, and then if we don't get anything in the next kind of couple of hours, then yeah, that's a good idea. Well, let, let I'll show you where I know where I, there's a there's a few uh, small little uh, shack communities there where the where the tunnels open up a little bit. We can go uh, we can go see if we can find some info over there. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, you sticking together or splitting up? Um, I think sticking together. I mean, I think that's probably the best best bet. Um, I just get killed splitting up. <laughs> All right, so who wants to do what then? Oh no, so we're yeah we're splitting up in the sense that I we're going to go. So um, um, Sakar Res and me are going to go and chat to people, right? And and Grease Palms, and Octavia, uh, Octavian is going to um, do uh, mind melding with a uh, with a servo skull or two. And Jim and Dan, you're going to go and do some preaching. Well, Jim's going to do some preaching. Jim's going to do some some... preaching. You're going to stand behind Jim and shoot anyone that looks at him funny. Basically, yes. In fact, as as everybody starts leaving, you can see Sister Evelyn's clearing the chamber, making sure that the bolt gun, which, you know, looks fairly scary to most of you because a bolt gun is not something you see every time. They're not subtle weapons, are they? (laughs) So you can see her it is actually the a missile launcher. It's a micro <laughs> missile launcher. So she's uh, clearing the chamber and preparing it because she fully expects something to go down. Um, and she encourages Octavian while she's doing he's doing his work um, to at least stay within visual range or a vox casting range of Sister Evelyn should he someone try to cause him trouble. Right. So Battle and Res go toddling off down a side tunnel. Octavian goes over to one of the wall machines and starts poking around at it. The two of you, are you heading off to try and find a little community somewhere to preach at? I will, I will trust to our preacher to guide us on this one, for he is the voice of the emperor himself. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to... Yeah. Um, what, what did they say the person who, who ran this area was called? Flodgistan. Let's go and preach to him. I mean, I don't think you or I know where he is. <laughs> we could start walking around asking for him to preach to Absolutely. him. Yeah. yeah, so Evelyn will just walk behind the priest. Well, the first place that the two of you come to, you come out onto a little clear area, which is by uh, what looks and sounds like a fountain at first, but you realise when you get closer to it, that it's actually just a broken water main that is leaking water into a pool that's been made out of a bunch of barrels welded together. And a small shack community has built up around it. And there is filthy, dirty, scruffy looking, scrawny humans clustered around this water pit. Uh, There's one teenage kid who, when you approach, looks like he's working on some kind of technology or something. But as soon as he sees you, he covers it over with a blanket, um, pales slightly, and then sits on whatever it was. Did we spot that? 
What's the point? Did the priest spot that? Anyway, you can make an awareness check if you want. Sure, let's roll some dice. I mean, awareness, you say? I do. <laughs> complication. Uh, heresy. Is that? Shall I roll a complication? Oh yes, yeah. please do. Does it roll? It's not rolling. It's not rolling complication. Sure. So I think you're going to have to make it up then. In fairness, it, it's yeah. It doesn't look like it is rolling a complication, does it? No. What is the complication? Uh, the complication is not visible at this time. So neither of you see what it is this kid was doing. That's um, he just shoved it under a blanket and. Did sat we see on him it. shove it under the blanket, or? Well, you saw him sit down on the blanket. Oh, okay. It looks like he was doing something with tools beforehand. Which is not uncommon. We are in an industrial area. Yeah. And there's about a dozen people in this little micro village. Uh, There's two of them that are peeling mushrooms off of pipes and putting them in a little basket that's woven from bits of wire. There's an old man sat by the, the water pool made of all these welded oil drums. Just people going about their daily life as scavengers in the Undercity. Father Majestus, it would appear there are Imperial citizens here that need your sermon. Indeed. The material, perhaps they should be converted to more suitable work. So when they see the three of you, eyes kind of go wide and they all sort of gather round and fall to their knees in front of Father Majestus and reach out to touch the cloth of his robe. I'll, st- I'll stand there and take their uh, devotion for a, a short while. <laughs> at this point, it doesn't look hostile. So Sister Evelyn... No, it doesn't look at all hostile. It looks reverent more than anything. Good Imperial citizens. Oh, immortal emperor, have mercy on us, miserable unworthies that we are. Oh, master of the galaxy, protect your flock from the alien. Oh, keeper of light, guide our darkened path with your radiance. We are your warriors. We are your servants. We stand free from blindness of heart, free from hypocrisy, vainglory and deceit, but captivate hatred malice and anger to the filth and alien and the heretic. By thy agony, blood and sweat, by thy golden throne and thy death, by thy destruction and re-emergence as the God of men, keep and strengthen us, we who fight for thee. Evelyn makes the most perfect Aquila you have ever seen and just bows her head in reverence. Uh, Octavian wanders off. (laughs) (laughs) He believes in the on the side. It's a completely different thing. They they do appear to be overcome with awe at the fact that an imperial priest has turned up down here in their little nowhere village and deigned to speak to them. Uh, 
one of the women faints. <laughs> I thought she was going to give just. They're, they're, they're all reverent, and the, the teenage boy comes forward and presses his head to the floor uh, and he says, Father, forgive us. What is it that you want to be give, uh, forgiven, forgiven for? I'm desperate, Father. I'm desperate. We need it. You need what? The, the tech, Father. The tech. I was trying to get the tech. What is this tech? And he peels back the blanket that he was sat on a minute ago. And underneath it, there's a partially disassembled servo skull. That might not upset us, but it might upset someone else. Fortunately, he wandered off. (laughs) What was your intentions for this piece of tech? Father, my... My, my mother. She 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 lost an eye. I was trying to get the the eye from the skull to fix her. Mm. Mm. He clearly has no clue on how to do cyber surgery. That much is readily apparent. Sister Evelyn le- leans forward. To the father's ear, perhaps showing the emperor's mercy at this time, father, would be the best course of action. People like this often see much in the underhives. We could use their information and their eyes right now. She leans back a little bit, giving her counsel. The sister speaks wise words. The sister delivers you. Go forth. And work for us, work for the Emperor. We require information. Who is the one that we seek? Logiston. Uh, we seek one called Logiston. Yes, sure, Father, sure. This, this is his floor. Uh, nobody messes down here. That, that's why we're here. We came here from, from 318. There was You've just been delivered, yes. I prefer it. This is not his floor. This, no, th- the whole th- of the, this place is the emperor's. The emperor's. The emperor's. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Why do you want to know, Father? I, I'll tell you whatever I know. I wish an audience with this. Uh, I've forgotten his name again. <laughs> I just done. Nobody knows where he lives, Father. Uh, uh, well, hmm. But but I heard that there's. There's a whole bunch of people coming onto the floor from all over the hive, and some some from off-world even. Hmm. What sort of people? Are there any alien amongst them? I don't know. I can't speak of that, but but there's there's a lot of strangers around. A lot of strange folk on the floor today and yesterday, and they're they all been heading towards this the same sort of location. You know what I mean? Sister Evelyn mm. leans forward again. Child, if you serve us and guide us to this place, our friend, and like, she looks back towards Octavian, will fit the eyepiece upon your mother's eye. Do we have an accord? Uh, if, if you do that, you, I, my life to your cause, holy sister. 
Not my cause, the emperor's cause. Yeah, yeah, his too. Would you require my help to make you focus a little bit better, young one? No, Father, you've been merciful. You've been so merciful already, I couldn't ask any more of you. To focus by pain and flame, it, it opens um, direct um, deliverance. I can um, lead you to the silo, I promise. Oh, okay. Just please don't burn me, Father. I feel sorry for this kid. <laughs> Everybody else in the village has um, kind of made themselves a little bit scarce after this exchange, except for the fainted woman who's still sort of laying there. She does open one eye and then closes it again. I'll, I'll pull out uh, a little bottle of water and uh, I'll, I'll throw it on her. And uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll come out with a love thy emperor. He is our salvation and the salvation of mankind. And I'll, I'll flick some more water on her. Holy war, of course. Do you want me to take you straight to the silo or do you want me to go there and find out what's going on? No, no we, are, we, we fear nothing. Uh, we, we would be able to... Uh, we have uh, a mistress of tactics with us. Uh, she will be able to divine the best course of action. Sure thing, Father, sure thing. Meanwhile, Octavian... You've wandered off a little ways from the village while the priest mm. is do doing his thing. And there, there's an interface terminal on the wall. Nothing that any of these people would be able to access, but something that a servitor or a servo skull or a tech priest mm. would have no problem accessing because you've got the right appendages. Um mumbling to himself about the waste of human material in this place um i will make a tech roll dice pull there we go oh a complication you have accessed the servo skull network for this level And you can switch your vision between the servo skulls here. That's so cool. To scan the floor. The only trouble is that while the link is connected, you are going to be at plus one difficulty on any other actions other than using the skulls because they're overlaid over your field of vision. So you've got one eye looking at the world where you are and the other eye looking through the eye of this floating servo skull doing all of this business, which is very distracting. That's wicked. Mechanically, though, since you got more successes than you needed and a six, you could you could shift that six over to, the, to our glory pool. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Get yourself glory built up. 
Clearly the blessings of the Omnissiah are upon us here. Um, can I access this um, skull to start doing a bit of a recce around? I mean, you could jump from skull to skull. There are dozens accessible to you suddenly and with a sort of flicker of conscious thought you can jump from one skull to another so yes you could do a, a recce of the entirety of floor 317 in fairly short order I just will, by bouncing from skull to skull i will begin mapping and creating statistical analyses of the area it is a highly industrialized floor but it's it's industrial machinery that doesn't require much supervision. That's why there are servitors and skulls rather than lots of tech priests. There are, based on what the skulls can identify for you, probably less than a dozen tech priests on the entire floor. Managing hundreds of servitors and hundreds of skulls. Keeping everything running. Oh, so they are using the local population for something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two of those are in the process. Two of those tech priests are in the middle of converting someone at present into a servitor. That will take Octavian's interest um, away temporarily, as that is also his area of expertise. So they might find themselves with a skull hovering over them, observing... <laughs> Yes, I see. Yes. Hold on a sec. Um, let me just contact. Base shift occurring. Simon lost connection. I disappeared. You did. Your camera went off and you jumped. Okay. Um, who didn't deliver the right benediction to the machine spirit yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. clearly bloody machine spirit it's not come back again did, did you use the correct um blessed oils and um i did i did right click and the correct incense. <laughs> i did right click and start video new auto audio device detected um don't switch device no I have to do the great holy uh, uh, you're in the right place it's just all showing up as black at the minute so it's not entirely the end of the world no. let's see how you go at getting your face back up so octavian as you bounce from skull to skull around the place you do notice uh you know what you, i will get you to make as well a spotting things role uh investigation or awareness your choice. They're the same. Okay. <laughs> Successful, failure, four. So, glorious success. If you want to move that six as well, you can. I believe I will. So... You notice that there are some people on the floor who don't seem to match up. Aside from the half a dozen 
Kleinfelter gang members currently getting pissed in a downspire bar. There are about a dozen other people on the floor who look kind of out of place. There are a few gangers, upspire, downspire, varying types. Uh, there are. Oh, there we go. You're almost back, Simon. It's just the top well, of your head that's missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just had to, had to go from my, uh, my webcam to my. Um, Wizard cam. The one that's on the machine. <laughs> ah, the other webcam. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turn my webcam. Jealousy off. of the machine spirit. So, sorry, yeah, you spot about a dozen people on the floor who look like they don't live here. Gangers, off-worlders, people who are dressed strangely or moving around with an entourage of between two and 12 people. Some people from Upspire, some people from Downspire. Uh, Let me think, your four successes. You do actually spot one of the Eldari. Very, very briefly. It's wearing some kind of chameleon cloak. But the chameleon cloak drops briefly as it passes through some steam. Comes out the other side, sees the servo skull and then vanishes again into the shadows. I will uh, Vox Julius. Hello. And advise, I have identified a location for the auction. Oh, you haven't got the auction. You've just, these guys are all moving around. Ah, sorry. Um, sorry. Didn't make that's it right. clear. My bad. I have identified a potential target for information gathering on the whereabouts of the auction. I am sending you the details. Wicked. So wow. Julius and Rez, yeah. um, you head towards this little refugee commune that Rez knows about on this floor. A bit bigger than the village that Dan and Jim had gone to. There's about 20 lean-tos, tents, temporary shelters, all sort of pitched in the lee of one of these big machines. So it's loud there, but and the people are all sort of wearing stuff tied around there. It looks like they've got wadding wedged up against their ears and tied in place around their heads for the noise. But there is a larger community there and they appear to have some kind of semi-functional barter economy thing going on. There are people cleaning and polishing bits of tech and broken mechanicus, fixing stuff up, a few makeshift weapons, even a couple of guns. Hey, uh, Mr. Battle there, don't, I, I know somebody here in this town. He was, uh, when he was a kid, a little bit before my time, he was part of the, he was part of Fagin's twists and, uh, and Fagin got him set up here. So it may actually, 
we could go talk to him is uh Otto Whisk. Uh, he runs up one of those little uh, tech shops over there. He might be able to tell us who's uh, running this auction and where. Yeah, no, let's go. All right, so I will, I'll take you right over there. You head on over to one of the little tent-based tech shops. It's quite a decent tent, this one. It looks like whoever's running this little tent shop is doing better than a lot of the other people in this camp. And there, there's a, a guy behind the counter who's a little bit stockier than most of the residents of this town. Really thick neck, shaved head. And he's got what looks like a pair of glasses, but there's no eye on one glass. And then like five lenses splayed out around the other side. Hey, uh, Rez, is that you? Hey, Otto, it's so good to see you again. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm on a commission here, uh, you know, working the angle, so to speak. And uh, this up here. Huh? Doing yeah. good, kid. Doing good. I'm doing my best. I, you know, I'm almost old enough to get placed myself, so I got to show the Fagan that I uh, that I can, you know, move the move the info, move the goods. And uh, I hear you. I hear you. Well, things are going pretty great here. Uh, but you know, I guess you're you you. Whoa, nice threats. Oh yeah, Mister. I love Battle, the, the colors. The colors are that that pops. I'll 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 move my hand just slightly in, on the inside of my jacket so that a he gets a big glint of my of my. Uh, inquisitorial symbol oh. <laughs> and secondly he gets a good glimpse at the end of the barrel of my combat shotgun oh hey moving up in the world there res what can i do for you sir are you looking for some tech you, um, you, you know you know Otto, i'm always looking for tech but actually uh mr battle here he's looking for an auction that's taking place down here and if i i knew that if anybody is going to know the skinny on this auction it's going to be you Otto, because you know everything down here well, you're not wrong, my friend. You're not wrong. You're looking for the auction, huh? I got to warn you, there's some there's some hard hitters here for that auction. There's some big names. There's some power players. I hear there's even a couple of guys from off world. All right. So you got to be careful. But I don't need to tell you that, Mr. Inquisitorial guy, right? You, you know this stuff. It's a dangerous place. It's a dangerous galaxy. Uh, the emperor protects, though, right? Am I right? I'm he right. Does. So I'll tell you what I can do. Look, there's a favor for all friends' sake, yeah? But uh, this auction, right? This isn't just any old auction. This is Flagistan's auction, right? This is how he keeps his power base, yeah? I, they, they say a lot of stuff about that guy, and maybe half of it's true, maybe half of it ain't. But what I can tell you is... He keeps his grip because he can move the goods, right? He can move the goods from here. He can move the goods from off world. This guy, he knows his stuff, right? He's going to be pulling stuff in from left, right, and center. I heard there's some big stuff coming through here, but it's stuff that they don't want people knowing about, yeah? Now you know about it, so you're already in, clued in. But Flagistan, he, he likes to move the rare stuff, you know? Yeah. I heard he's got some some really weird stuff in this now i don't know what because i ain't a big enough player to get an invite to that kind of thing but i know that the some of the livestock is still pretty alive if you catch my drift um do you, have we got any idea of where he, where he where he's is it him that's selling all this stuff you I just don't, yeah yeah this is well not him that's selling it he wouldn't get his hands so dirty 
but he'll be there. He'll definitely for sure be there. It's his stuff. It's his stuff. It's so his where stuff. Did... So Arthur, why did you... can you tell us where the actual auction is going to be taking place? All right, look, I don't know the full details, but I know that the start of the journey is in the silo. Okay, so we got this one silo. Uh, it's probably like two, three clicks over that way. Uh, once you get out of the spinny wheel noise sound area and into the quiet tick, 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 tick sort of sound, you know that that's how we measure things down here based on the sound. But you get to the silo, that's the start of the journey. So there's, there's a bunch of guys and they're all looking for the silo. And then there's supposed to be something at the silo that tells you where to go next. All right, that's all I know. It's like a treasure hunt. All right, okay. Um, so slightly aside, is there anything in, in this guy's tent that, that might actually be useful? Can I can I just have a look, have a little like there's glance. plenty of stuff here, but there's nothing that would be of much use to you. This okay. is this is what would be considered kind of upmarket tech for yeah, yeah. downspire for down, folk. Down folk. I'm I'm gonna uh he's got nothing better than you already have. I'm gonna I'll I'll take out some coins, right? And say nothing's a favor, everyone pays, and I'll put some coins down on the on the um on the counter. Mr. Inquisitor, sir, I like your style. I respect that. I like a man who understands business. So, uh, Rez, you need anything? Yeah, though, you know me. I'm all, I always need things, but uh, but no, we're, we're good. I really appreciate this. We're, we're, we're going to head out to the silo, and, is, and I don't know you, right? You don't think, know me. I think Rez needs some socks. Oh, that's socks. okay. I, I, I haven't had socks for years. I mean, my boots are—they fit pretty well. Oh. Okay, yeah, I, I got some socks if you want. No, no, I don't. That's all right. Well, one of the guys down here—he knits his own. Well, you know, you know, Fagin doesn't want us to get airs. So the, get airs, the guy says. He's running around with an inquisitor, and he says he doesn't want to get airs. Well, you know, I'm just trying to uh, make a living today. Well, and good luck alive. to you, kid. More power to you. Thanks, Otto. You probably don't want the socks anyway. I don't see any, like, actual wool-producing animals down here. Exactly. You know, if you're wearing socks, then you always got to take your socks off to see if you got the sump leeches on your feet. That too. If you got no socks on, it's easy to see. Yeah. Look, get to the silo, kid. See what you can find. Thanks, oh. Otto. Cheers. Um. So uh, Octavio has just um, come through. They've um, he's got eyes on another crew that uh, that looks like it's heading that way. Yeah, and Jim and Dan, you guys um, back in the village. The kids saying, uh, "Miss Father, there's there's the silo, and and I know there's a bunch of weird people that are heading that way. I can take you there." Is where he just left you two off. Indeed. I imagine we're probably heading towards that point. And we've probably voxed in Octavian to rejoin us. And are you guys going to fix up my mom before or after? Upon completion of the duties. That's fair. You know, 
to ensure that we get what we're paying for. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, then, Father, it's this way. If I detach from this terminal, am I going to lose my connection to the servo scores? No. So, as best to my abilities, I'm just going to see if I can track this Aldari. Well, you only caught a glimpse of him for a second. Uh, the skulls aren't equipped with anything that will pierce his cloaking tech. It was pure fluke that you clocked him through the steam. Is there any chance I can look for any other uh, phenomena that might be because of the cloaking device? You know, make an investigation check and we will see what we shall displacement see. or anything like that. Okay, it's not going to be easy. I'll tell nah, you. That. That's fair enough. Investigation, did you say? Yes. Um, Wow. Wow, indeed. That's that's pretty good going. Um, so, yes, five successes is sufficient for you to be able to not so much track, but extrapolate the stages mm. of the journey between where he is and where you now know that he's going. So you have a rough idea where he could be at any given time, give or take about 10 metres. Is he heading for the silo? If he's heading for the silo, that's how you'd be able to track him. But you can't think of any reason why else why he'd be down here. I can imagine your Logitech and it's like 99% probability he's heading to the same place we are. <laughs> Statistical analysis does suggest that the only reason for an Eldari to be here is because of something that's available at that auction. The auction seems to be the thing that's happening go. here. I will be bringing this attention to the attention of um, Julius. Okay. Julius. Uh, I have committed a statistical analysis of the area and have found a Xenos life form in our local vicinity of the Eldari species. Um, analysis of the species indicates that they are also on approach to the designated target. Okay. Um, well, then we, we are on our way. Um, do you want to? Do you want to plot? Decide on a on a rendezvous point. I mean, you've probably got the. We are um, so Res. How far away do you think we are from the silos? Eh, we're not too far. Just uh, you know, a dozen or so pipe junctions that way. Uh, we should be able to uh, parallel their course. I'm not saying, Mister Mister Battle, that we should join back up with the father and the sister uh, right away. But uh, yeah, we we could get there on our own and sort of. Uh, be in yeah. the vicinity when they're there. I think that's probably a good idea. I'm not. I'm not saying that they terrify me or anything, because that would be farthest from the truth. I mean, you know, the emperor protects and all that, but uh, yeah. maybe we just Perhaps go on seen. our own. Are we not with um, Dunn's tech priest? He wandered off. Oh. He wandered off. He's nearby, so he yeah. could catch up with you quite quickly. Yeah. But he's a little bit Jack Sparrow at the minute because he's got two eyes looking at different bits of space. So I definitely think um, I definitely think we want to play the more inc incognito role 
as opposed to um, walking around with a sister of battle and a priest. So, uh, Ben, they were the designated distraction. Yeah. Do I need to make us? Do I need to make a survival roll to to track us there? Yes, please. Survival sounds like the perfect role to track the right location. And what's the difficulty number? Uh, Are you just tracking a path to the silo? Tracking. Carry on. Yeah, just tracking a path to the silo that isn't going to intersect with with uh, the sister and the the father before we get to the silo. So tracking a path to the silo, what is it? It's um, two is straightforward, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that'll do it. Two would be enough. Holy cats. Six successes, and I can put two more into the glory. Wow. That'll come in handy. Sister, um, do you not think this is uh, uh, an ideal opportunity? It sounds like there is uh, uh, much scum coming to this place. Um, we could uh, certainly cure a few ills if we uh, use this whole opportunity to uh, um, a mass extermination. I'm assuming you're not having this conversation uh, uh, over the box. <laughs> <laughs> We're right next to each other with a small child leading us through the streets. <laughs> Father, we should purge the unclean, destroy the mm. mutant, and slay the witch wherever we find them, in the God Emperor's name. Absolutely, and this place is going to be full of them. It certainly seems that this uh, is a hive of scum and villainy. (laughs) Um, And at this point, um, Evelyn voxes into Octavian. Octavian, what is your position? Um, We are heading towards the... Are you Octavian, Julius? Are you Octavian? (laughs) I forgot the wrong bit. No, I'm not. I, am, I was just looking at you, looking at me. I am <laughs> 2.2 clicks southeast away from your position. And what did the servo eyes show you? A Xenos presence. Ego less. What do your servo eyes see? <laughs> it seems like our path is clear, sister. Father, hold. Repeat again, Octavian. I have, but uh, I have identified the Xenos presence in the area. Known quantified race? Aldari. At that word, at that word, you see the father sees a sister reach down to a hip where her Sabbath crusade style helmet is. And she goes from, on the, even on the Vox, she goes from her standard voice to a rather echoey, she's now in a helmet voice. Octavian, proceed with caution. Rejoin us as quickly as you can. Indeed. I'm going to let out a massive laugh as you do that. <laughs> and give a, a short little burst of my flame off. Father Majestus, you'll be unhappy to hear that there is a Xenos presence on this planet. Then our path is clear. We get to this auction and we cleanse it. It would appear to be Odari. We must proceed with care. They are not as easy to lead to destroy it as some Xenos. I will take the lead. Keep yourself behind my armoured form. 
and you see her like kind of stride now. She's she's moved from she's moved from the casual walking stride that she's been doing around the city. I mean, obviously, it's still pretty big and booty because she's in the uh, armor, but uh, she's now moved to a very purposeful stride, as in a, it's now a tactical stride. She's now checking corners and her helmets, obviously relaying everything back to her, and she's now moving ahead of the priest to make sure also that she's putting herself between where she believes the silos are and where any possible likely attacks are. Because at the end of the day, she's a sister of battle and her job is to protect the followers of the Ecclesiarch. So that's what she's doing. Uh, whilst also trying to proceed with her mission. And that's it. Uh, that's what, what she's doing right now. And I imagine the father's probably like... Ah! <laughs> In that case, Dan, I would like for you to make an awareness check as you approach the silo. I don't have very good awareness, so this is probably going to go terribly... I got a success. <laughs> Not really going to help. No. <laughs> uh, so you you come out of the the corridors upon this silo, which is looks just like one of the big circular engine type buildings that you've been encountering many times over, just tipped up on its end. Um, there is a door in it, which is currently open. Can I see inside? In front of the silo, there's a bigger oh. open area. Sorry, I was hiccuping. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there's a big open area in front of the silo. There's this open door. And there's a light inside the silo. Incidentally, Jim, uh, Narod Nixeka says, I want Jim delivering sermons for the entire three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good sermon. Um, so can I see inside or is it just a light? All you can see? see inside is a light at this stage. Then um, she's going to stride straight up to the door. For she is a servant of the emperor and fears nothing. As, as we enter, I am going to have a good look round to see what other exits are available that can be blocked so there's no escape for... Um, with the silo, there is only this one exit and entrance. Exit. It does stretch up quite a long way. You can't see all the way up because it gets dark about 20 feet up and you can't see anything there. Someone who was very determined might be able to climb up the inside, but they would have to be very determined and preferably not being shot at. Outside the silo, you've got a confluence of several different alleyways which is where you see Sikar and Julius heading towards you up one of these passageways as you enter the cleared area. Sikar quietly says to uh to Julius he's like uh Mr. Battle sir uh you know clearly I, I don't know what's what but um didn't your boss say that we had to get that page and if if they go in there and kill everybody uh, especially with fire and pages being paper and all, isn't that, uh, isn't that going to uh, kind of stymie your boss's plan? Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the tools that the uh, uh, Inquisition uses uh, are often blunt and brutal. Um, we have to wield them <laughs> in a certain way. Uh, uh, all, gonna, all right, I'm, sir. I guess that's okay. Then. <laughs> I'm going to give special attention to the young boy who's... Uh, um, brought us a uh, banana, and I'm going to ask uh, my, my uh, young friend, uh, 
could I ask you to go and seek out some uh, fuel? What kind of fuel do you need, Father? Anything that burns well. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think I think I know a place. Yeah. Well, uh, hurry back with a canister. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll be back in a bit. And How close? Running off. How close are we? You you are at that point just approaching the silo as well. So we can see them. They, yeah, you can see them outside the silo. Uh, does, does did Sister like Evelyn stomp right up to the door? Okay, in which case, inside the silo, you can see um, two men arguing, and arrayed around them, there is a total of six sort of hangers-on henchman-looking types. One guy has two, the other one has four. Um, the guy that has two is noteworthy because he has an ogrin and a rattling. The guy with four, they are all wearing the same uniform. They look to be members of the same group, organization, gang. And there's also a couple of little cameras floating around. The four of them plus their boss. The two guys, they're arguing. She's just going to listen at this point. She's not going to intervene. Until she obviously notice a giant. <laughs> well, not a giant, obviously. She's only 5 foot 11, but with the power armour. With the power armour, she's probably about 6 5. Yeah. And her sister's about, oh, they, they don't get massive. They're not like Space Marines, so their power armour's a little less... Uh, yeah, but they've imposing. all got high heels on their power armour, haven't they? <laughs> not anymore. They... they, 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 they... They've sort of removed that from the. Uh, they're, sl- they're more like combat boots with a slight heel and a slight point now. Um, so she just she's going to stand and listen because she wants to hear what they're so arguing. You appear about. to have walked into the the wrapping up point. Not here. No evidence. Nothing. I didn't take anything. I'm as lost here as you are. Between the two of us, we should be able to find something. If we just stand here arguing or fighting, then one of the others is going to get there first. At that point, um, camera guy notices you and kind of turns his head. Shit. I'm going to stride forward towards them. Oh, no. Can I see this? Can I see? You, you can see Sister Evelyn standing in the door of the silo and uh, Father Majestus stomping towards her. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to put my thing to my box, right? I'm going to basically say over the box, um, um, remember the mission, yeah? We are here at the, the behest of the uh, hereticus inquisition. Um, let not your actions stand in the way of the inquisition, for they will be judged. And, and, and Indeed, and, we follow the full remit of the inquisition. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jim, when you get there, there appears to be six humans, a rattling and an ogrin inside the silo. It's looking quite cramped, especially with Sister Evelyn in the doorway. And they've both, both of the humans who were arguing have just turned around to look at Sister Evelyn. Ah, my friends. A bunch of cameras all swivel round as well and float around. What's the name that we seek, uh, sister? Flodestum. 
we seek one called phlogiston. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy with the rattling and the ogrin says, me too, father, me too. Uh, and he looks at the, the camera crew types and he pulls a badge out of his jacket and he says, uh, Colonel Rufus, Imperial Guard. Um, I'm here to acquire weaponry for the guard. We seek um, we seek some pages from a holy book. Then perhaps as all loyal citizens of the Imperium, we can assist one another. Happy to help. Unfortunately, these and he looks at the uniformed camera crew. Gentlemen, we're just explaining to us how there is no evidence here of the auction. The, the guy with the camera crew, seeing a priest of the Imperium and a sister of battle, he's the one that said shit, by the way, stood there and realising that he's just been picking a fight with a colonel from the Imperial Guard military police. Like this far away from being a commissar. He holds Please, his hands up and he says, man, come forward. Present yourself to me. Uh, Gregor Simal, your holiness. Where Simal is, gang. You said the auction isn't here. It's not here, here. We're trying to find evidence of where it is. This was just the place we were told to gather. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to whittle down numbers. Maybe together we can find a clue or something. And who do you represent? Uh, Medhivers. I'm Simal Gang. We report, we tell the story of the people, the news... We're loyal subjects of the Imperium, Your Grace. I swear it. We didn't know that he was Imperial Guard. We thought he was a ganger. I'll turn to the Colonel. Is this true, Colonel? I didn't tell them I was Imperial Guard, that's true. But when you appeared, it seemed to be necessary information. Hmm. We arrived at much the same time. We'd only been in here for a few minutes before these others turned up. Then I suggest we uh, wait around and find the location of this uh, auction. There's supposed to be evidence here, says the camera guy. Whatever so, evidence there is, there's supposed to be a clue in here somewhere that tells us where to go next. So Sakar Rez has a talent called Scrounger that once per session I can use my cunning to find or acquire an item. Can I use that cunning test to try to find the clue? Absolutely, yeah. I was just about to give everybody the option of um, searching for it, but if you have an ability that will shortcut the process. Yeah. Uh, so Sakar walks in and he looked around and he's like, don't worry, uh, Mr. Battle, uh, 
I know how these gangas think. I, I'm sure I can figure this out. What's the difficulty number? Uh, difficulty number on this is just three. Three? Well, can I spend a point of glory to add one dice to this roll? It normally needs unanimous, close to unanimous agreement. Uh, otherwise, we gain, a, uh, is it not a wrath point, a ruin point, isn't it? Ruin, ruin point, point, yeah. Yeah, yeah so does the party to. agree to the glory point use? I'm I quite do. happy to, yeah. Um, while, 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 whilst he's scrabbling around, can I just stand still and look to see if I see the clue? Just just a completely aside to the fact that he'll find it. I got a I, got yeah, I won't six, even need to take six. away the glory point because you got one back. And I can shift another one. And you can shift another one. So you actually earned a glory point by spending a glory point. Arantastic action. He does that's what, I, that's what I do. That's 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 what Sakar <laughs> does. He's uh, he's a cunning fellow. It's not Sakar. That's Aaron. We know that. <laughs> you did the same thing in June. I'm watching it, you. It's it's possible that Sakar and I are very very similar. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, so Sakar walks in, kind of looks around, runs up one of the walls and pulls down what looks to be a little fluttering piece of plastic packing tape to the rest of you. And as he pulls it, it comes away with a section of map that was folded up on top of the spa that it was on. And it's got directions to the next location right there. All right, here you go, Mr. Battle. Make sure you make sure you tell the big boss that uh, I was able to find this clue when uh, the guardsmen and everybody else couldn't find that, you know, because I'm yeah, always yeah, available yeah, yeah, for yeah, additional yeah. work. Should he should he have further needs? Yeah, um, I'll take them. I'll take the, uh, the bit of the map. And as Carl Rez is doing that, a little like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm amazing. <laughs> this big power gauntlet goes onto his shoulder. <laughs> you have served the emperor well today. Res. And, and it's resonating because oh. she's still in her helmet because she's well aware of the threat oh. that's out there at the moment. And she's, she's, she's praising him. She's praising him. But totally for some reason, him. Rez... It's not intimidating at all. Yeah, but for some reason, yeah, Rez doesn't feel entirely comfortable with the praise. Rez, Rez has to do everything in his power, clenching his bladder not to piss himself. <laughs> thank, uh, uh, the, thank, the guardsman thank colonel <laughs> is glaring at his rattling associate right now like shooting daggers at him and the camera crew are all looking very sheepish given the observation is literally their job speaking of which um is it possible to remotely hack their cameras uh, it is if you are prepared to ditch the ah. servo skulls where are you octavian octavian is just arriving i'm now. lingering just getting there now. um I don't like the idea that they're filming us. Just as you, just as you come, just as you're, you could just delete everything at the end. It's true. Just before you come in, can I just, I'll just box you with, as, and you know, as the, um, as the, uh, the Xenos already passed through this location. How loudly do you say that? I'm saying it very non-loudly. <laughs> as in really non-loudly. I will computate now. I'll do the math. <laughs> According to your maths, um, it's either here or your What's original here? maths was wrong. Well, that's not the case. It can't have gone <laughs> onwards if they've, they're the only ones with the clue that tells you where to go. So it must be here somewhere. 
Okay. So there's um, a 99.9.6 probability that it is in the immediate vicinity. So, um, so it's it, there's a good chance that it's actually in this room, cloaked, or just outside, cloaked. And um, so I will, uh, I'll inform. Um, oh, my screen's gone with all my names on it. Um, Mr. Evelyn. Yeah, Sister Evelyn. I'll inform uh, Sister Evelyn that um, that. Uh, the the, uh, the target that was being tracked should be here or directly in this vicinity. Understood. Uh, and then she voxes. I'm assuming like you're doing this now as a joint vox. I've been probably included just the yeah, three yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. you made so, a little group group WhatsApp. Yeah. Group so I'm just like, I'm literally telling you because it's like okay. Um, can I? So can I see if there's anything out of place in here? Because that's one essentially. That's like. What, what he does is look and sees if there's things that are around. Yeah, make place. an investigation check. Um, look for environmental anomalies. Yeah, basically, and, you know, um, that kind of thing. Definitely not in here. Okay. In here, it's too crowded. If it came in here, the chance of it hitting someone or glancing off of someone would be almost 100% because it's very crowded in there now. Right. Okay. So Thanks. you so are about 90% sure that if it's around, it's outside the silo. Okay. So um, so in that case, uh, I, I think Res, we've seen the map. To put the map back. Sure, and you then, want me to do that? Like, we can... And then we'll move Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So whatever you want. Put the map back. So yes, you, sir. You run up the wall a little bit. You slap the map back where you found it and head out. Uh, he looks over and winks at the rattling. It's all yours now, fellas. Um, um, so I think we move on. Um, Octavian, how did you first see the Xenos? I observed a environmental anomaly and got a brief observation of it whilst it was just decloaked. What was the environmental anomaly? Fractures in gas patterns and water dispersal. Sister Evelyn's going to look outside, then she's going to stomp outside like she means business now. So if there's a Xenos out there watching us, <laughs> and then she should look around. Uh, is there any like gas pipes, water pipes that were? Yeah, there are pipes everywhere. This is a totally industrial floor. There are pipes bloody everywhere. Octavian, can you make the pipes explode? Can I? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can make a tech roll. I'm, assume, I'm basically assuming that he can use his servo skulls to start like just like randomly hitting, like making pipes burst and steam and stuff everywhere. I will begin a. Pre, um, it's a basically I will begin a, a pressure cycle. A pressure cycle, yeah. Julius, have your eyes peeled. Um, I shall. I shall uh, directly talk to the to the uh, the guardsmen. Holy cats! Look at those successes, though. 
eight successes. So yes, the steam vents in the area all burst suddenly with a massive hiss and this cloud of steam bursts into the central area of the clearing outside the silo. I'm obviously now looking yeah. for a target and I'm not Okay, looking. make an investigation check then, Dan. I, I, that is not my area of expertise. That is it's a, not, I know. <laughs> I've got two dice. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> but you catch a glimpse of something moving very quickly across the ceiling into one of the side passageways. I lose a bolt. The explosion in the side passage is loud, obnoxious and obvious. You have, however, created an environmental hazard now in that there is a cloud of superheated steam that anybody I'm who in power wants to... It doesn't bother me. <laughs> it doesn't bother you, but anybody who wants no. to get down the pathway to the next location will have to make it through the superheated steam in some way. Oh, is that going back? We have to go back on ourselves. No, but you have to come out of the silo and go down one of the other routes. Do we? Yeah. We you came in. We can't Imagine if you like, Simon, that um, the route in was like one half of a spider. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the route out is the other half of a spider. Right. Okay. There are many paths converging here. You only came in through one side. Now you've got to get out the other side. I'm going to restrain, restrain myself from clipping the sister on the back of the head. Oh, you will indeed. I thought you'll receive a bolt shell as well. <laughs> She's a sister of the Adipta Sorority. She hates some run-of-the-mill yeah, lackey. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an up-hiver. We don't expect the people to do silly things like that. That wasn't silly. That was exactly what her training told her to do. Yeah. She's engaged with a Xenos uh, creature. Yeah. Oh, look at that. The Pete has very kindly closed down the 50,000 groat total, meaning that four people have managed between them to get a share of 53,840 groats. So I think you can probably expect some re-rolls coming in. Might need them. I've probably upset her. A Xenos. Uh, yeah, there, Mr. Uh, Mr. C thirty seven. There, um, I, I don't know if you can go out in that, but I can't. I can't go out in that. Can you uh, maybe uh, maybe shut off the power plant that's generating the steam through those pipes at least for a little while? No, something like that. Well, else we're gonna, gonna have to camp, we're gonna have to camp here in the silo for a long, long, long time. I mean, you've got a couple of options. Or, yes, could. Dan could probably just walk through it. The rest of you, you might, you could potentially move through it at speed or clamber round and go over the roof, which Dan is how you saw the. Yeah, but couldn't we just? Can I? Can I? Augrin just punch a hole in the side of it, and we just exit, you know, make our own route round it. You know, my Rosarius. Yeah. Does that offer me any protection? Towards... It does actually. Yes. Okay. In fact, it'll protect you from the steam because it's like ah. a force field, isn't it? Can I protect the steam? The steam pipe? Yes, you yeah. can. The Emperor ah. sends us a message. I'll start walking through the steam. 
Indeptosaurus will promptly follow, trying to put herself between now the potential shot that's going to come back as the as the priest strides through steam and fire. <laughs> and I turn my Rosarius off when I get about halfway through. I will attempt to. <laughs> I will begin rerouting the piping. Sakara butters under his breath, really quite lowly. He's like. Oh, yeah, you can see who the emperor protects, all right. The people he gives all the big power armor and shit to. Kim, can you take a wound, then, as you deliberately turn off your Rosarius in the middle of a cloud of steam? Dan, do you want to try and reroute the... I didn't uh, flagellate myself this morning, so this will go, I think, so. (laughs) Fair. Right, you managed to reroute the steam. With another complication. With another complication. But in so doing, you you kind of have to flood the level a little bit. So you're sort of tramping through ankle-deep warm water. Only water. Curiously, Dan, you'd expect there to be someone else's footprints as well, but you don't see them. Which means the enemy is travelling high. Keep your eyes to the rooftops. Well, they went down a side side shaft, didn't they? Yeah, they did go down the side shaft that you need to go down there. Yeah. Oh, see, this is bottom. this is why you don't wear socks because then uh, you know your socks yeah, would get yeah. wet in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah and if no you've got those socks, socks, now you'd have wet socks. Okay, so I will I will tell the um, I'm I'm going to let the imperial guardsmen and the other people who were there know where we're going. We'll, we'll be right with you, sir, says um, the guardsman. In fact, let us accompany you. Well, I will tell the guardsman of the Xenos threat. All right, men, eyes down. You know what we're doing. Uh, and so accompanied by an Imperial Guardsman and an Ogryn and a Rattling. Yeah. You head off. The camera crew stay behind to give you a bit of space but you know that they're checking the map as you leave and you get the feeling that you're being followed not so much the feeling you can hear them following you yeah no i figured they would but i figured the um, xenos will kill them to get the map the thing is is that so uh, the whole point is if, if we if we don't leave the map then the xenos will just follow us whereas if we give the xenos the map then the Xenos doesn't necessarily just have to follow us. So we're not necessarily going to get killed quite so quick. <laughs> but Logic. the Xenos works for me. I'm an well, the Xenos will just follow I'm, us yeah, yeah. incognito. I'm an up high though. So <laughs> we expect to die. After a short while, you of walking with your paranoia turned up to 11, you arrive at a raised dais that the water isn't on. And atop the dais, there appears to be a number of boxes, cages, and some kind of projector to show a big screen of what's going on. There's a a lectern in front of it, and there is a human woman with 
absolutely no hair, stood behind the lectern. Looking out over the dais and, and as you come in from your side, a group of about a, a dozen feral looking psychopaths come in from the other side. They've got axes and like scars and ragged clothes and they they definitely look up for a scrap sakai you recognize them as uh members or collectors of the skull collectors every single one of them does in fact have some kind of skulls attached to their outfit only two of them have got human skulls the others have got animal skulls and stuff like that adorning their outfits the two with human skulls one's got one shoulder with a human skull on and the other one's got both shoulders have human skulls as their shoulder pads. Hey there, Sister Evelyn. Uh, if you're looking looking for hair ticks, uh, there's a whole there's a whole mess of them over there. Just saying, Sister. From another direction, uh, two other groups come in. One of them looks to be Cobalt uh, Gangers. The other one looks to be Revanche Gangers. Then there's someone already waiting who looks like they're some kind of free trader, fancy coat, swashbuckling sword, a couple of minions on standby. There's you, there's the Imperial Guard, the camera crew ruck up as well, and your potentially invisible Xenos friend may or may not be here as well. Sister holds up her hand. As if to stop the whole group. Assuming she assumes that everybody just understands like military code and whatnot. Sakar yeah, yeah. car walks right into her back. Oh, I'm so sorry, Sister Evelyn. I... She probably doesn't even feel it. <laughs> and then she just like signals for everyone to move to the sides of the alleys uh, and not enter into the main area. Um, because it looks like there's now a lot of hostile groups in one space, and the last thing we're gonna be doing, doing is getting caught in a crossfire. Yeah, there's probably about 35, 40 people in this space now, comprising at least half a dozen separate groups. She's not fearful, but she also understands that she is one sister of battle and there's a lot of people here. Even she cannot drop them all with bolt gun shells. Yeah. So she's that's she's signaled whether everybody's following her signals. It's another thing entirely, but she's told everyone to stop, but she's told everyone to move to the side of the alleys and basically seek cover. Um, and she's going to kind of, hopefully everyone's going to follow and let this play out a little bit to see if everyone starts trying to kill each other. Could everybody make an awareness check, please? Did the young boy bring me some fuel back, by the way? Not yet, he hasn't. What's the, what's the difficulty number, Ben? The difficulty number is only three. Me? Hey. <laughs> nope. No idea what I rolled, because I can't have both screens at the same time. Okay. Yeah, we got an extra uh, point of glory. Extra point of glory? Uh, Dan P, three successes. Uh, Aaron, oh, I can get both. Two successes and a fail. Jim, four successes. Simon, three successes. And Dan M, uh, six successes and a point of glory to the pool. So we've got two points of glory to the pool. Except your your glory pool is actually overfilled at the minute. It's supposed to have a ceiling of six, and you've got eight. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> 
Let's but there you go. I should have used one of those for my role. I knew I was going to suck it. Uh, those of you who passed, uh, notice that there is a flash of light from up and back in this room towards the dais. And the woman behind the dais bangs a gavel down on top of the lectern and says, if everybody is gathered, we will begin the auction. And much as everybody looks like they want to start kicking off, they don't. So the sister was right to let this play out. Where did uh, the young gang say uh, the heretics were? Oh, that's uh, that's that's those uh, the 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 skull collectors over there, father. They're yeah, the dudes in rags and human right skulls. They're lot. probably heretical. Mind you, it's the Imperium. Who knows? Wearing human skulls. I mean, something about surfing. somebody that they they worship corn. I don't understand why anybody would worship corn. We don't get it down here very often, but uh... can I see? It? Is there something so? If I say name once more, I shall burn your tongue out. But it, I, was, I, I was just going to literally just gonna say, like Sakarez has literally just uttered a name of a chaos god, which means he's probably about to get shot in the head. <laughs> I am so sorry, Father. I, I did. I just assumed that uh, that they like vegetables. I don't know. At this point, I, I literally, Sister Evelyn puts her hand over Sakarez's mouth <laughs> to stop him talking because even she's like, "You're about to get yourself bloody burnt." Shut up. <laughs> so this big power power gauntlet, and she. But rather than making it look like she's trying to shush him to keep him alive, she just goes, "Shush." We need to hear how this plays out. But secretly, she's like. Please, you're going to get cooked. I'm trying to keep you alive. You, you hear a um, muffled voice. Yes, sister. <laughs> Octavian is going to um, communicate to the woman at the dais and, and say, uh, please provide evidence of product. Lot number one. A plasma cannon. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> So is, is it just her? There's no one else. There's no Doesn't one else behind it. doesn't appear to be it. anyone else there. And the screen up behind her flashes up an image of a plasma cannon. It's in okay condition. It's clearly been taken off of something that had seen better days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a poor yeah. servitor. Um, Octavian, can you trace the link for that, um, where that image has come from? Rinsing. Uh, the gangers start go. bidding on the plasma cannon, one-upping each other. Uh, their bids gradually slow down. Does and... anyone mind if I use a glory? Um... Not at all. Hey, go ahead. You've got more than you've got loads of them. <laughs> See if that works. Uh, yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, it's high intellect, man. It's... So you start running a trace on where the video feed is coming from. And you, you reckon a couple more turns and you'll have it pinned down. Oh, now Dan's just done the disappearing face trick. I'm assuming the oh. guardsmen have gone into the room. Yeah, they're in there. They're bidding for the plasma gun. Cannon. They're not bidding for the plasma gun, no. <laughs> no they've got enough for it. Now that they're with you, they, they've kind of gone, well, crap, we can't really bid on anything. But if we make the Inquisition happy, we might get guns. I can't fault their logic. Sold 
to the representative of COBOL. So Dad suddenly reappears out, out of nothing. <laughs> item number two. So the, so, the, so the actual item hasn't appeared? No. Okay. Well, we're just going to hold out, aren't we, until we... Well, we're gonna, basically, we're going to wait until we've got the trace, and then we're just going to go and take her off the days. The finger bones of St. Agatha. <laughs> it was worth it just to see Dad's expression. Yeah, that wasn't... That was her expression. <laughs> Who? Why would, it, why would anybody like want finger bones? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Octavian. Right. And, and what is shown work is a power that. glove or yeah. the gauntlet from a suit of power armour with human finger bones attached to the outside of it. Uh, it's a blue armour gauntlet, roll? not unlike the one currently being worn by Sister Evelyn. Yes, can, you can do a scholar roll. Because I want to know if that, that is missing. And does anyone mind if I add a uh, go, glory? Go for, go for it. it. Go for uh, this, is, this would be very important to see. <laughs> whilst, whilst he's doing that, can I um, expedite? Yep, you can. Oh, right. Grumpy you, you think you've usually got only one more turns worth of time to backtrace your computation so the next item that goes up for sale yeah. by and the end always, of its sale you'll know where the warehouse is you can always use a wrath point to re-roll your failed dice yeah I'm going to do that because I want to pass this so I'll just roll three more dice do you want me to make a scholar roll oh, I need one success Never mind. It's two in total, though. No, no, no. I only got the one success. <laughs> Sadly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You don't know if that item is missing or not. This could quite easily be the sister, the finger bones of St. Agatha. As far as you're aware. It is a great huge... shame to your order. I mean, right now... The duty to my order and to my faith um, is potentially outweighing any mission from the Inquisition. If this is true, finger bones. Um, so I'm going to take is. out my I'm going to take out my combat shotgun. Um, I'm going to check it's loaded, and I'm going to look at the priest and say, "We will have our information soon, um, and then you can begin." So none of these items are actually here, though, are they? They're all no. on the screen. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're being shown up on screen. Right, yeah. so Sister Evelyn's going to control herself because she knows Octavian is trying to link up where this is because the items are not likely to be here. So me storming no. in and annihilating everyone with bolt gunfire. There's she's... not actually very much interest in this item, which is more of an insult. Um, I mean, have, have we got him? Well, we, can put, we can put a bid on if you like. The, I was uh, going to say, put a bid in for it. The only two people that are bidding on it is the skull collectors and the free trader. Okay. How much? How much? And the skull collectors only want it because it's bones and they give up quite easily. And the free trader trader? wins it. The free trader looks across to Sister Evelyn and gives you a a bow with his eyes closed as as he wins. (laughs) He. At the moment, it's taking every ounce of Evelyn's ability to not shoot him in the face with a bolt gun. And that's purely because she's now relying on Octavian to get a location of where all this stuff is being kept. No pressure. 
Item it... number three. A crude slave. Oh, and envy. on the screen, uh, a cage with a crude in it pops up on the screen. It looks to be genuine. It looks like a, a real crude. You're not exactly experts on Xenos biology. And the bidding goes kind of nuts on that. Julius, buy me a crude to experiment on. <laughs> up and up and up. And the free trader wins that one as well in the okay. end. So you've rolled the dice, yeah? You've, you've, you've rolled for the third one, Octavian. You're not distracted by a crude. No, no, no. So just... He doesn't need to roll the dice three I times. don't need to roll again. Uh, it was just this is how, no, this how is long the, it was going to take to run. One. And you have definitely pinpointed the warehouse where the plasma cannon is located. I'll bring it up on my data slate so I can show it, show it to Julius. It is not okay. far. It's close enough that anything could be delivered here within 10 minutes of the end of the auction. We move. Okay. Sister Evelyn stands up with absolute purpose and yeah. automatically Item striding. Item number four. A page of text from early imperial times. And this page appears on the screen. Looks very weathered, looks very old, kind of yellowy, crackly, old. Looks like somebody's done it over with a tea bag, kind of school project homework. Which has got a picture on it of something utterly heretical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the image before you, you probably wouldn't recognize. Uh, it looks like a dissection. Oh, well, Octavian would recognize the fact that it looks like a dissection diagram, yeah. as you'll have seen a fair few of those. It is of a humanoid creature with thin limbs, uh, a large pouch like belly, sallow features. Um, you can't make out color on it. Um, it's got one horn coming out of the side of its head. Its face is repulsive, covered in pustules. It appears to have um, humanish internal organs shown on the half that's been pre-dissected. These clawed hands. And the flip side of the page is also shown, which has some kind of unintelligible script on it. Can I make a... Jim, you know for sure that it is heretical. Yeah. Just look, that's her that's heresy right there. Heresy. Right. So anybody who bids for it, I'm going to engage in um combat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> give it in, just give like it. everyone. Right, Octavian, now might be the time to let people know your information. I already have. I've I've uh, showed Julius yeah, 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 my yeah, uh, date slate yeah. with it on. Um what? we have the location of the warehouse. Sakara's already sort of blended into the background because I would like he doesn't to... want to be anywhere near this shit when it goes out. Yeah. I would like to see how this goes. I would like to see if I could I make a Medicaid roll to see if I can identify what it is. You can. It will oh, be good. difficulty five. Can I borrow can I use a Absolutely. I don't know why I'm giving you permission. It's not up to me. It's up to them. Yeah. We as the this, group. Hopefully, this will be an obscene amount of dice. Holy cats! That's seven successes. Seven successes. So yes, um, you are aware that this is the dissected remains of a plague bearer 
which is a creature of chaos, the plague god Nurgle, and the fact that this information exists and that one was dissected and that information on it has been recorded would be a fantastic weapon in the Empire's arsenal. Yeah. Understanding the biology of these things would be a huge boon. But also heresy. For anyone who knows of demons must be purged. And yet it does also suggest that that would mean that this is indeed a page from a yeah. book of some pretty hardcore biology. Okay, so that's that's our confirmation. Um, so I, I shall tell everyone, um, mission, the mission is a success. Uh, we have identified um, a page of the book. Um, proceed as you will. As uh, the there... bidding... The bidding has started, and the first people to bid are the skull collectors. I'm just going to wander over there, try to keep it conspicuous. Remember, there's a dozen of them. With yeah. a flamer. Sakara has, 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 has gone very sneaky, and he is going to be trying to stealth his way out of here so he can head towards the warehouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid to say the sister of battle, as soon as the location was given, started striding towards the warehouse as well, because all yeah. she actually cares about, she doesn't give a damn about this page now. There's a potential holy relic in there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's, she's marching. Yeah. Nobody seems to be bidding against the skull collectors. I'm going to bid. Give we bid. Give regards to... Yeah, you can bid. How much, bid. How much have they got? How much? Well, well the I... skull collectors have bid 10,000 solaris. Okay. That lot. Um, um, I intend to purge um, <laughs> the skull collectors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are we about to get in a fight with our key combat guy having left the room? <laughs> Well, about to leave the room. Yeah. Might turn around to... once the fight soon, kicks off. Might as, not. As soon as I'm I... gonna I'm gonna shoot a burst of flame into the middle of them. Yeah. Um, or just amongst uh... them. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um mainly aimed for the one who's bidding. Um, yeah. But um uh die in purify, you heretical scum. <laughs> And yeah. as he does that, I'll shout 11,000. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, make an attack with your flamer. What have I done? What have you done? <laughs> Suicide. Uh, a fight by against a cult worshipping cult. Flame. I just thought they liked popcorn. I don't know. <laughs> How do I do? doesn't like popcorn. Uh, combat. Uh, and if you've skill. equipped any of your gear, it should be there. If not, no, not. maybe in the gear. Second. Yeah, I've got it, but it, it's not. It, it don't let me roll on anything. If you you have to click on the equip button under gear, and then it'll show up on your combat tab. Under gear, you can roll. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a little circle oh, under yeah, gear yeah, that yeah. says equip, and then it will make it appear on your combat thing. Simon, I've just done that for you. You have? Cool. Um, there's, there's I've been some... using your character to refer to when I need that's to know what skills to cool. ask for. The, the other the other, um, the other, Uphive gang that's there. Yeah. The Rev, yeah. Revanche. Yeah. Revanche. Okay. So as he's flaming them, 
I will I will walk. Can I use the points of glory? Absolutely. Yeah. What do I have to do with that? Make another roll or when you're rolling this should say you can add a die. Alright. Oh no, I won't use it then. I've already rolled, so all right. Well roll damage. Um how do we do that? Should just so, be on the roll damage oh, yeah. thing. On the, ah, yeah, yeah. You only have to roll one dice because your flamer does damage 10 and then has one extra damage dice. Yep. So, so it does 10 damage. Minus that guy's resilience. Minus that guy's resilience. So he's he's lit up because, you know, flamer. And, and screams, mind. obviously. What were you going to say, Simon? Um, so I'll pull out my inqu inquisitorial badge um, and tell the the uh, gangers of the Rev Revanche. Yeah, Revanche. Um, um, you are hereby conscripted to the Inquisition, and then I'll turn my gun and shoot one of the um, skull crush skull collectors. Yeah, got some imperial guard on our side as well. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so, so I need to roll because they need to do what I've just told them to do, or, or they'll shoot me. One of the two, won't they? Go on then. Uh, what am I rolling on? Leadership. Sorry, Ben. Uh, oh, what are you doing? You're doing inquisitorial decree, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus rank bonus to any social skill test. So, yep, you're going for leadership here. Okay. All right. Well, I better use a glory because I don't have any. You better had because you're not very good at that. No, I'm not very good at that. Um, dice pull three. Do you do you put it in bonus then? To put bonus one. Yeah. Yeah. Any dice pull, right? Any dice pull one. Just see how that pans out. Mm. Oh, okay. That's, that's heresy. They, they, they kind of look at you, look at the sister of battle, look at the priest wading in amongst the skull collectors, shrug a little bit and start pulling weapons out. Looks like they're going along with it. They're not necessarily following your orders, but they're yeah. seeing it as a handy excuse. Yeah. <laughs> And I think also, also I'll tell on them if they don't. Also, apologies, he has a hand flame, so it's damage seven. Okay. And I was just looking it up. They all now have, uh, he would have the on fire condition. Yep. Um, if uh, I had I've, a... got, I've got a perk as well, in type with that. Um, I I've, I've can't find my book, so I'm, I'm not going to book it, but I've got um, arsonist. Oh, yeah. One second. And fiery invective. Nice. Now, Dan, remind me, where does damage come off of? Or Aaron, either of you? You're both better wounds. equipped to know the rules wounds. than me. After, after you take off the person's resilience, it's, it's off their wound. Okie dokie. So. And since they're not PCs, they can't use determination to shift it to shock. They can't, no. What was your ability called, um, Jim? Right, so they've got four resilience and five wounds. So he's on fire and not happy. And everybody else starts shooting. Up on the dais, the woman is like banging her gavel and shouting, 
come to order, come to order. Lot number five. But nobody's really paying any attention anymore. And and um, Octavian's got the highest bid, yeah? I don't think that really matters anymore. No. Uh, lot number five comes up on the screen and it appears to be an Eldari battle banner. So when it comes Octavian up on the screen, the... the auctioneer's head explodes. Right. <laughs> I was expecting that. Okay, so where is everybody? Rez is hiding at the back uh, of the room. He's Jim on is, his way out. He's on his way out of the room. On his way out of the room. The Are you going to the warehouse? Yep. Right. Okay, Jim, you're mixing it up. Yep. Dan M. Um, I'm going to be stepping away. <laughs> okay, what are you going to do uh, from the combat? I, you know what? I don't know. Um, Go to the warehouse. Look around the room, see what insurance policies are in place. I will be making my way towards the warehouse as I have to ensure that you know, this document is actually retained. So, yeah, that's okay. where I'm going. Julius? Um, now, as I have now conscripted uh, a whole bunch of gangers to um, engage them, as I walk out of the room to uh, to go to the, the warehouse. Yep. I shall, I shall, um, I shall say good luck to the uh, colonel. And Dan, you were going to the warehouse as well, weren't you? I think, I think Sister Evelyn's probably striding faster than most. She probably didn't even see Sakar Rez disappear into shadows. Okay, so um, initiative. And uh, for your reference, Ben, on fire, they suffer one d three mortal wounds at the beginning Ooh, of their turn. Feel that. Um, they have. They can attempt to put it out. And they need to do an athletics test, DN three, and then they put it out. But that's their action for the turn. Um, this guy's a nutter, though, so he'll probably just like and, run around. So to ignore it, he has to. He has to ignore it. So to ignore it, he has to make a DN three willpower test. If he fails, he's injured, which means he can't do anything because he's loud. Then starts panicking. Okay, good to know. Right. So who's got the highest stat-wise initiative? I have two. Anybody not got me. three? I've got three, but I'm not there. You're Where is the initiative? Warehouse. It's in the top line of attributes. Yeah, I've got initiative three. Three, three. I've got two. You, one. Three, two, one, two, three. Okay, so Dan and Sakai, you guys go first, um, heading out of the room towards the warehouse. I would like you both to make athletics checks to make it to the warehouse. Your success here will determine how long it takes you in terms of rounds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Told you she was angry. He's sprinting. Uh, I was uh, I was just going to ask if I could spend a point of glory since we've, we've got more than we... Okay. Because my athletics isn't the, isn't the best. And what's take your the, glory back down to six where it's supposed to be. And what's the uh, difficulty number for this? Ben? Uh, it, variable. Depending on how many successes okay. you get. Okay, so I'll just leave it as is. I get two successes. Right, okay. So, Dan, you're going to get there in one round. And then, Sakar, Aaron, you're going to get there in three at the minute. You can try and speed it up next round by mm -hmm. making another athletics check. Um, two. Who's on two? Julius is on two. On and two, Majestus is on two. So, Julius. Okay. Uh, if we've got lots of glory, can I have one? Yeah. Ooh. Sure. 
Yep. Oh, you're running as well. I forgot yeah. about that. Okay. So, yeah, you're... Uh, spend one, get one. It's not taking... Oh, I see what the problem is. It's not counting your spend. It's adding them every time you add one, but it's not taking them away every time you spend one. Not a problem. I can do that manually. So you're two turns away, Simon, from the warehouse. Jim. Yes. You are close enough to a bunch of heretical skull-wearing nutters. What do you want to do? I'm going to let loose my I'm flamer again. Yeah. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you... Do you want me to roll? Yep. I'm going to use a point of glory if that's okay. That's fine. I don't think anybody's Absolutely. complaining at this point. It's use them or lose them. We've or not got long left. Glory, glory, glory. Where's the glory? Dad, next to die in the thing. What, in the base? Or... Yeah, no. yeah. So you'll, you'll see the a, there's a right hand column with zero. Just put a one in oh, that. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, you got a critical hit. Where are you, critical hit table? It's not working. Uh, critical hit table. I'll add that up. 197. It's got a roll uh, D66. Oh, D66. Yeah, I love a D66. I wonder if, that, if, if the button actually works on that one. I suppose it might. Try pressing the button, see what happens, Jim. What, the... Which the roll one critical works? hit button on No, there. it don't work. No. Okay. Roll a D66 then. I'm assuming two successes was enough to get past their defense? Yes. Just. Ooh. Overpowering assault sends the blow foe lurching away, senses blurred, 1d6 shock, and is staggered. And you spent glory, so it's if plus you, two shock. If you spend an additional glory, you can. Oh, uh, I see. If you spend any more, right, with you. Anyway, so he's shocked and like goes over and it is on fire. Are you using the shooting the same guy? No, no, different one. Oh, different guy. Okay. Well, the second guy goes over. Shocked and on fire. Like the first guy drops and rolls to put the flames out. Tries to. The cultists are all pulling axes and wading into combat. They're totally disorganized. They're just laying about them. The colonel and his ogrin are wading in as well. Just everybody doing a thing. So, Jim, Colonel, Ganga, Ganga, Ganga. And the battle begins to rage. We'll be wrapping up in a minute, incidentally, in case anybody was starting to worry, because I noticed it's getting a bit late. Uh, Dan, 
Which you one? arrive Which one? at the <laughs> warehouse. P. You arrive at the warehouse. Excellent. My there are two the guards door. outside. Oh, even better. Do they see me coming? They see you coming, but absolutely. You're a sister of battle in full sprint. So as you round the corner and see these two guards by the door, they're both kind of juggle their weapons and go to point combat okay. shotguns at you. Ah, then. So my first combat action, I shall praise to Saint Catherine to give me her strength and I shall activate Divine Guidance, uh, which will spend my faith point that I currently have. And I will give myself uh, my double rank bonus to my ballistic skill. And then I'm going to, as my second action, level my bolt gun and blow them to pieces. Uh, so let me just... Fair. Just let me just fire my bolt gun. There it is. And because I've got some extra dice, my dice pool. Because I've got two more dice now. There we go. Kablamo. What the heck was that? I'm going to re roll that. I'm going to use my last wrath point for this session. Uh, and I'm going to get wrath points. Uh, and I'm gonna fire. I'm gonna re-roll that because that was that was awful. It's pretty punk. Oh, and I've missed two of my dice. I got bloody hell. I'll just roll two d6. Just bear with me. Slash roll two d6. You can't get this done. No, no. Oh, that's annoying. I got two more dice to know, and it's not letting me roll. Oh, it's gonna roll two d6, isn't it? Rather than give me two individual. Um... Two D6. Just click... re-roll the whole trial. No, because that I've got good successes there. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, although I have got a raft complication. That's a, that's a... Just re-roll the whole thing. It'd be quicker, wouldn't it? I rolled two more two ones. So uh Mind you. Uh anyway, so um success is three. Success is three is sufficient. Uh okie dokie. Um what range am I at actually at the moment? At that point, not very much. Close. So one would argue that I'm potentially in rapid fire too. Yes, okay. <laughs> so they're both going to get shot. <laughs> uh, let's roll some damage. Daka daka. Holy cats. So they take uh, 11 damage each. Um, but with a wrath complication, my gun empties and I lose my first magazine. That's fine, but they explode. Yes, yeah. So... Uh, they explode. They're dead. <laughs> and you can see like, this holy light glowing upon her because she called upon her saint. She's now going to rescue what is potentially a piece of saint. So, you know, doubly, doubly holy. And there's like this light coming down. Nobody even knows how this light's getting down here because we are in the underhive. But there is a light shining. There is her, a light. Glowing from her. And she annihilates two of these poor measly guys at the door. It's a uh, car. Uh, Sister Evelyn has just steamed past you. If you want to make another athletics roll, you can to try and catch up. Yep, I'll give it a shot. I am going to uh, use a wrath point to uh, re-roll my failed dice. Oh, yeah, I forget you do that, didn't you? Ta-da! Uh, did that do anything? It didn't no, that didn't do anything. 
It is not re-rolling. I'm just going to re-roll those. Uh, Maybe you have to highlight them. There you go. I did highlight them, but they didn't do anything. So okay. I got a one. Yeah. So no, one success. You got a bit of a stitch, like <laughs> as you go it's running around the corner. Yeah. You're keeping pace with Julius, though, or were Julius? Do you want to try an athletics roll to catch up? I was arriving on because I've, I've got. You're four. arriving next turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so if I make another test, if you make an athletics check. Turn. You can arrive this turn. Oh yeah, go on. Then. Good, there, go. Ah, cool. So I, I can, I've got lots of rats, so I can do exactly what everyone else has done. No, it's fine. I'll just. Leave it. Okay, so you'll get there next turn as well. I'm happy to get there next turn. Jim. It'll be yeah. By then. Oh, I haven't shot you yet, have I? What was I thinking? <laughs> Remember, combat in Wrath of Glory is a bit different. So we go, we have, we have whichever party has the initiative gets to choose their first fighter. Yeah. But then it should go. Then it switches back and forth. And yeah, back and it goes back. And, and we could use a, is it a glory or? Yep. You can, yeah, use glory glory. you can use a glory point to, to, to pick the initiative. And, and, and I've done that in. wrong this time around because I did the whole party rather than switching it back and forth. That's fine. There's a big battle going on in the middle, so it's there probably is. not the end of the world. Right, Jim, you are axed. Uh, what's Excellent. your defence? I've got a Rosarius, whatever that does. No, you'll have a DN uh, defence rating. It'll be in your oh. combat stats. It's the one. top one in general. One. <laughs> one. Okay, so he does does get one dice through so does what kind of axes is he carrying four points of damage does my armor stop any of it or yes yeah, so you'll have a resilience rate your resilience three right so you take one point of damage as he axes you now, it's a little hand axe it's not like a proper big a real you know hero's axe yeah, if you, the if kind you of like a to, heroic lizard man would wield. If you wanted to, you could roll your determination and shift that wound over to shock. No, that's cool. Instead. Okay, now that Dan has reminded me how combat's supposed to work, and um, we'll shift back over to Octavian. I am taking my time. <laughs> I, can I, you I, make? I, uh, what is it? Tech that I'm looking for. Yeah, tech roll would do it. Okay. <coughs> What's it for? Sorry. Uh, to notice the thing. The thing. But there's a tech thing that only you might be aware of. You do indeed notice the thing. There the is thing. a hidden las gun up where that light came from earlier that's pointing down into the crowd. It, the Eldari las gun? No. The Eldari didn't use a las gun. Oh. Where the light flicked from earlier, there's a, a las gun and it blasts out a beam of light. And Is it the Ratley? The, no. Oh. You can see him. One of the skull collectors is impaled on a beam of laser light and stops. Well, whoever it is seemed to be on our side. Well, okay. Automated. Um, over to you, gang. Who's so who, your fighter? Who wants to swing first? I, I think Jim, because he's in the mix of it at the moment. Jim is, Jim is kind of the only one in the mix at the minute, yeah. yeah. I'm going to shoot my arm flamer into them again. Do it. 
Roll a six, go on. Roll, roll a six. You want to shift. Trust me when I say you want to shift. Have a glory point. Use a glory point, Jim. Yeah, definitely use one. Jim, use a wrath point to reroll. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've clearly not been praying hard enough. Where's Where's Russ? Up it's right on your character corner. sheet. It's top right hand corner. Next to quote. Oh, yeah, I'll use the rough point to re roll. <laughs> there you go. Roll your damage. Doesn't need. Oh, he does have, he does have damage, doesn't he? Does uh, one dice. Is it 2d6? No, you should just click on the roll damage. You normally only oh, get you've got one extra damage die. So seven. Yeah. So seven damage. Do I roll There's... that again? Nope. Seven damage. Uh, another one of the skull collectors is a flame. Uh, one of well, there's not many of them left. They're down to only three skull collectors. But they're targeting Jim, it would appear. Uh, that's, that's the damage dice. What am I doing? Three successes to hit. So is three enough to hit you, Jim? His defense is one. Yeah. All right, so two so you take three points of damage but then your armor soaks all of that so you're practically untouched these axes and knives and sharp sticks are just kind of bouncing off of you as you wade through the heretics laying down holy flame okay. who's next on your team It'd be one of yours next. That was one of mine. Oh, oh of course it was. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll let someone who's running catch up with Sister Evelyn. She's probably trying to... All right, well, her. Julius catches up then. I catch up. I see the devastation. I assume there's a door. There is. Uh, and, I, and I stop in front of it. And I look at the Sister of Battle. Go on, then. That's the kind of thing an inquisitor would do, isn't it? Oh, well, you know, I kind of think I am. I know I'm not, but in my head. Right, it's kind of awkward because you guys are sort of out of combat time at the minute. So, yeah, yeah, Dan, yeah. if you want to kick the door down, yeah. make an, I guess it's athletics, isn't it, really? Uh, surely a strength roll. Strength would do it, yeah. Sorry, I forget you don't have to use skills. Is that enough oh. to smash down the door? <laughs> the door just flew off its hinges. <laughs> Boom, the door swings open. And as, as it swings open, Sister Evelyn goes in. And only in faith can we be delivered. And only by the saint's martyrdom can we be delivered from the emperor's glorious golden light. Where is the glove? And just like <laughs> strolls in. <laughs> and I'm... That's it. That'll be her for now, unless someone appears, she can shoot him in the face. Right, the, the battle continues apace. People are falling left, right and centre. The camera crew are all dead. 
uh, the revanche gangers have all been killed by the skull collectors. The Imperial Guardsmen are holding their own. The Ogryn is looking horribly wounded, but is flailing around using one of the dead skull collectors to beat the other skull collectors with. Sakai, you burst into the room. Wheezing a little bit. Wheezing a little bit. <laughs> he looks over at Julius Battle, assuming that he's going to be looking for the page. And so Sakar is looking for anything that he can profit from while he's in here that's not going to get him, you know, killed as a heretic. Seems fair. Okay. Let me finish off the battle then. Jim, do you want to do any more fighting? Yeah, I'm going to shoot again. So your priest is just flailing around in there, flamer uh, bungo. Oh, a critical hit. Another critical hit. So that's D66, yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, it's not 40, is it? It, yeah, but oh, you can't well, have no, a 40 uh, on a D66. It's 2D6, and you just read them in that order. So, yeah, yeah. that's what you Because you can't have a 4 and a 0. But you can't have a 0 and a 4. No, you can't. Let's go with a 44, then. A visceral blow. You can't do that with a flamer. Target suffers a mortal wound. There we go. You flame his face off. Die, heretic scum. <laughs> melty, melty, eyeball poppy goodness. Riders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, full on Riders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Tastic. And the battle seems to be wrapping up where you are since um, the last surviving member of the Skull Collectors here is being used as a weapon by the Ogryn, who's just kind of bashing other things with it. Uh, so the heat of battle is drawing to a close. Uh, the, that laser from outside shoots the Og from up in the rafters, shoots the Ogryn through the shoulder, making it drop the ganger. And a voice comes over the vox into the room. That will be enough, thank you. Meanwhile, out of the room, in fact, in the auction house storeroom, Dan, you were going straight for the glove. Everything in here is really neatly laid out. Everything's in these on pedestals, in specifically marked bays. The plasma cannon Sakara is bigger than you. Right, now he's not looking for anything like that. He's like looking for something relatively small and portable, you know. A nice little weapon, some armor, or just something he can turn apart. There, there is one thing. It looks it looks like it's made of metal, but it's smooth and rounded. Take the plasma cannon. <laughs> it's, it's about <laughs> fist-sized. It's the only thing in here that you reckon you could probably fit inside your clothes without drawing attention. It's, it's about the size of a large, smooth, rounded pebble, but it feels like it's made out of metal. 
He'll try to lift it. Okay, so you in the clothes go that. Dan, you pick up the gauntlet off of the stand that it's on. It definitely feels like a sister of battle gauntlet to your hands. Everything about it says sister of battle. Julius, the page, is under glass in a container. Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna touch the bloody thing. Um well I've got gloves on, I suppose. So yeah, I'll I will uh, well can I lift the case? Yeah, I, yeah, it's quite so, a small case. Okay. It's a probably about A3 sized case. Okay. The page well, itself is um probably about one and a half times A4 size. Yeah. Okay. I'll lift the case. Um and uh, and I'll, I'll I'll look at the uh, um, what's the name Evangelist Evelyn Evelyn <laughs> I keep forgetting it it's because the other one's gone I'll look at Evelyn who's currently reverently staring at his glove yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm assuming I'm assuming there's a there's a uh, a battle standard in here there is the Eldari battle standard in here yeah. as well yeah and there's a cage with a crew in it there's a cage with a crew yeah. in there's some kind of speeder bike looking thing. I'm definitely not gonna, I don't think I can carry that. Sakar was going to try to make his way over to the crew's cage after that and, and see if he could let him go. And the only other thing in there is um, what looks to be some kind of jet powered anti gravity skateboard. Utterly ridiculous piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll, I will just, just say to Evelyn, um, beware of the um, guy for the battle standard, because he's probably going to come for it. Mr. Evelyn, like, packs the glove, like, reverently into a box and attaches it to her utility belt type thing that she wears around her, because all sisters about will have one. And then Octavian she's and Jim, Octavian and Jim, Octavian and Majestus, um, with the battle dying down, are you going to make try and make <laughs> your way to the warehouse? Or yeah, yes. Then I need to shoot off now, buddy. No yeah. worries, mate. I was just about to wrap up. So what we'll do is we will wrap it up there with you having emptied out the warehouse and let everybody get off to their various beds. Sorry, I've run over a little bit tonight, cool. longer than planned. I wasn't expecting a bloodbath in the auction hall, which I probably should have done, to be fair. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Um, we will see you again tomorrow on Garblad Games. And when we're back in two weeks' time, we will pick up with the emptying of the auction room and what cometh next. So thank you very much for joining us on Garblad Games and good night. Hi. Thanks, Ben. That was great. No worries, chap. Sorry I ran over. No, no, no not a problem. Well, that see was you great. Guys. Thank you. Yeah, I'll yeah. see you, Jim. Well. Night, everyone. Night. Take Night. care. Night. See you Night, later. everybody. I'm assuming Pete's not off live at this point. I'm hoping so. Otherwise, with everybody saying bye, it'll be really nice for the audience. But, oh, what a nice bunch. Aren't they all lovely? Cheers for that.
I think we are still live because the screens are getting yeah, really the screen's just up. gone all over the place. <laughs> Is that where we are still live. Hey, every, hey, everyone. Whoa, yeah, behind yeah, the scenes hi. magic. Yeah, yeah. After <laughs> show party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have gone with the skateboard, but I just don't think it goes with my jacket. I remember it from uh, 40K first edition. Yeah, yeah, I always wanted one. I actually did a, a bodge job made one. Yeah. When I yeah, first I, started yeah. collecting metal yeah. marines. That's how yeah. long ago it was. You had a you had a tech marine with a with an auto drive, so we could auto drive it, and then you stuck a bolt underneath it with an auto aim, and then you flew it around like a drone. Going pew 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 a lot. But then that's what you did when you were young. Yeah. Lots of pew pew pew. You say young. I was like young. 17. <laughs> I suppose that is young now. I hate to mess the screens up even more, but I have to roll into a meeting in 10 minutes. So. That's okay. You, oh, you I'm gonna go, go and to... meet the people. Cheers. See you later. Cheers. See you later. What we got tomorrow? Tomorrow is one ring. One ring tomorrow, um, isn't it? And then, yeah, it's it's accents a bungo. And then the Friday is Star Wars. Friday Star Wars. Oh, there we go. Pete's closed us down now. It's all Yay. good. Yeah. No, we're back. Oh God. <laughs> we went down and then we came back. Please make it stop. It's like Chumba Wumba here. <laughs> I get switched off and then back again. <laughs> they don't. They don't need to see more of this. Forty K chaos. Ha <laughs>